0: Hi there. This is T. Johnny with Quirky and/or Queer, a podcast about otherness. Join me as I interview people in the community. I talk to musicians, community workers, artists, comedians, and even my mother about otherness. How does it shape their careers, their romantic pursuits, creative projects, and shape their overall worldview? There are lots of laughs, plenty of tender moments, and some deep conversations. Find quirky and/or Queer on your
1: favorite podcast app.)
0: Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. And welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is a drinking comedy podcast where I usually have my friends, various guests and comedians on and we talk about life while drinking. This week, I'm actually getting back to my roots with Intoxicated and doing a subject-based episode. This week, we have returning guest Frankie, who is a friend of mine. She has done the show five times, uh, including this episode, and this one is gonna be... Very much so a subject-based episode, kind of a therapy session, if you will. I wanted to get together with Frankie and talk about confidence and self-esteem, which is something that I am always struggling with, always on the struggle bus with this subject, but now more than ever, I think. I'm definitely at the heaviest that I've ever been, Um, so that is presenting a lot of challenges for me. Uh, It's not easy. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. It probably goes hand in hand with the fact that I've been more depressed than ever. You know, oh, just such happy stuff here on Intoxicated, but for real, every now and then I do want to get together with somebody and talk about something a little more serious um, obviously, this is still a comedy podcast, and this isn't going to happen every week, but it's important sometimes. Uh, this is my outlet, so until I get a real therapist, this podcast is what I have. So we touched on a lot of things in this episode, but mostly around the realm of confidence and self-esteem, and not just body confidence, but just general inward confidence as well. It was great. I really needed it. I think Frankie needed it too. We had a good conversation, and I think a lot of people can relate to the things we to talk about in this episode. So let me know what you thought. Uh, if you hear it and you relate to something or you have any other thoughts on it, I would love to hear your feedback. And of course, make sure that you do hit subscribe to this podcast if you are into it. On whatever podcasting app you use, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you love it, you can leave us a iTunes rating or review. If you really, really love it, you can check out our Patreon page, which is patreon.com backslash intoxicated for various reward levels that you can sign up for on a monthly basis to get some extra content. And I do actually want to give a shout out to a new Patreon we have who just signed up. A huge thank you to new Patreon, Evan, for signing up at the $15 level. Hi, roller. I know that I got a message from Evan with some amazing feedback about the show saying that he really likes it and relates to the content. Can't thank you enough for sending me that feedback. Uh, Feedback is a gift. It truly is in podcasting because a lot of times you do feel like you are just screaming out into a void and you have no idea who's actually taking it in and enjoying it. So big thank you to Evan for sending that feedback and signing up to be a Patreon. On Patreon, you can get such rewards as early access to episodes and bonus content. Obviously, the more patreons we get the more we will give so i'd love to do things going forward like maybe some private live streams with you guys um that would be really fun stuff like that so definitely sign up if you are loving the show uh or let us know on social media you can also send us an email at intoxicatedpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com and of course follow us on all social media that's facebook and instagram at intoxicated podcast on twitter at in underscore intoxicated and probably the best thing you can do even beyond all that is to tell your friends about the show uh, word of mouth is still very huge and it's a great way to spread the word so tell a friend uh, about intoxicated if you are loving it if you are in Halifax please check out Halifax Yuck Yucks for a live comedy you can go to their website it's yuckyucks.com backslash Halifax you can reserve your tickets there and see who is coming up this month at Yuck Yucks so that's about all guys I'm gonna get to this therapy session this awesome conversation with the amazing Frankie weird thing um where i'm just like i i I mean i don't know what the weight gain is but i just know that like my body is i used to be someone who was just always kind of the same weight, and i could Mm -hmm. eat whatever i wanted and and then like you know my 30s hit and it was like (laughs) no like like if you eat mcdonald's every day like you're gonna see it yeah and and like my lifestyle is so busy that i feel like i just don't have the time
1: it's not I feel like that's such a common factor like I can think of so many like and even even now like I probably racked up close to like five hundred dollars in takeout orders over the last like three to four months because I have been so so busy with just like work life this that and the third that I haven't been motivated whatsoever to prepare like healthy and somewhat substantial meals for myself exactly
0: exactly Exactly. And, like, people don't get it because they're like, oh, well, you know, like... And I'm like, it's not really about money for me because, like, I understand that it would be cheaper as well. It's literally the time factor.
1: Yeah. And it's... I don't have time. It's the burnout factor I find sometimes, too. Like, I get home from work and I'm like, I don't want to go stand over my stove and, like, do all these things. I don't want to put prep together. Like, I don't want to do it. I know. It's so much (laughs) fucking time and energy. Like, for me, it's like if I work till five
0: or six usually like I, I check out comedy open mics because that's how i get my guests mm-hmm. so i'm running home quickly gotta eat quick and then i gotta get to a show for like eight so like i really don't have fucking time to like spend yeah. an hour on a meal and and so i usually resort to takeout which isn't good plus i'm drinking all the time yeah and I don't have time to exercise so it's like all these factors that are like compiling that I'm just like uh and also I think my hormones are fucked up but that's a whole other story <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to blame like I I am I, I feel like I'm like placing blame on other things like I could really man the fuck up and just well, like do you, do you, would you
1: consider it placing blame on these things or more or less taking responsibility for them because you're admitting out loud that these are poor choices you're making? That's true. That's true. Because I, I mean, like digging... that's step one, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. recognizing the things that you think are definitely not helping yeah lifestyle choices yeah those are those are definitely the first steps but it's always such an easier said than done situation it's so fucking true and like i would 10 out of 10 rather go to the gym three times a week and eat whatever the fuck i want than ever calorie count again Oh, I, know. I, I I have a shit like activity like level like I no. go to the gym once in a blue moon and by once in a blue moon I mean I've gone like once in the last year mm. um, mm-hmm. I used to go somewhat regularly like Which maybe gym? three to four times a month the fit for less in Bedford oh okay because yeah, I live so. in Bedford yeah yeah but um but, like, I've been there. I don't hate going. I find it really easy to motivate myself, actually. I usually get super high before I go, and then I forget my reps. <laughs> and then I end up doing more than I'm supposed to do. And then, like, I just kind of look over at Costa, and I'm like, how many did I do? He's like, you're good. Two work out together? Yeah. So that would be... That's also a huge motivator, That's but a huge
0: motivator. Like, for me, I... Well, we'll get into it, but yeah. let's open this episode because we're yeah. just we're just getting right into it, talking right away. Guys, welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm here with this would be your fourth appearance.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, wait, wait. fifth.
0: Wait. Cause you did wait, wait a
1: second here. No, we did we did we did sixty-nine, we did the seance and then the live streams. So this is number four. Okay, right? number four. I was yeah. right. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah. Welcome back, fourth time intoxicated guest Frankie. Here with me today, with the glitter black background representing glitter, the movie, which Mariah Carey is in.
1: justice, <laughs> justice for glitter. It's not her fault that it did poorly. It came out on nine eleven. I've never, I didn't realize that. <gasps> yeah, and I didn't see the movie, so I kind of want to see it's, it now. It's, it's oh my god. Okay, it's like it's it's bad good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like
0: you gotta you gotta be prepared for how horrible it is. I like that though. I like the I like cheesy movies. <gasps> oh, I truly god. truly do. But thanks so much for coming on. This time we're totally alone, which is different from your other appearances. They've always been with that's, that's other people yep. and lots of. Dist- and I, I always like wanted to get into it with you, and then there's all these comedians yapping at us, mm. and now now we're free of that. Okay. We are totally free of that. But uh, thanks so much for coming.
1: Thank you for having me. You
0: drove here, so you're not. You're drinking a a smoothie. Yep,
1: tricking my body into uh, fruit. <laughs> At, at McDonald's, they're really classic. good though. Yeah, I mean McDonald's they get the job. They get the job done.
0: Decent. Down. I am drinking Red Bull as always. I asked you on text if you're a Red Bull girl, and you said that you are. I was literally
1: drinking one. That's so funny. It was a big can. It was blueberry. I am obsessed with Red Bull. So good. I feel like. What I've... flavor would you describe Red Bull as? Because I call it rockets.
0: Yes yes that's okay. what it is
1: and you know all what all I wanted was this sweet
0: validation no I'm happy now. I, I 100% <laughs> if, if you were to grind Rockets up in liquid form they yeah. would, it would be Red Bull. and it's weird because I don't like any other kinds of energy drinks interesting it, they make me like nauseous I don't know what it is about like but like this flavor just the the original Red Bull, is my favorite hmm. sponsor me mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we're, I'm a drinking podcast but this is also important <laughs> Truly. But I am also drinking some vodka and soda water and mint on the go as well. So I am double fisting like I did in college. Actually in college I used to drink the rock star energy. Ooh drinks with vodka in them how are those legal
1: <laughs> yikes i never i never went down that dusty yeah. trail. i was a queen of Jaeger bombs for a hot minute though
0: oh man yeah yeah you can you can ask
1: caitlin about it. oh yeah
0: <laughs> oh caitlin was supposed to send us i'm gonna message her because oh, she nice. was supposed to send us a uh, a comment she commented on my status being like oh i have something to say about this I'll let you know later, and I'm like, well, bitch, we recording now, so you gotta let us know soon what you thinking. But a hair crisis mid podcast. Oh yes, <laughs> fix the hair while I text Caitlin. Yeah. Your hair looks amazing, by the way. I love the orange, pinky orange.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what it's doing. It's fading like this peachy kind of tone. I love I'm flip-flopping it. flip-flopping between pink tones and orange tones. I do plan to be like a pumpkin by fall. Like. I love it. It's, it's fucking gorgeous and you use the
0: arctic fox hair dye
1: right? Uh, um, for the most part yeah i'm yeah. with a few other brands as well but uh the arctic fox is one of my favorite ones right there's now. there's a youtuber
0: i like i watch that she has kind of similar hair to you like yeah. the colors and she uses the arctic fox yeah it's pretty like, solid fuck, i want to I'd, I'd have to bleach my hair to get it colorful mm-hmm. the fuck i want to do it at some point in my life just it just seems like so much fun like just change it up every now and then like yeah, what do i feel like today
1: yeah. <laughs> basically i mean it's a lot of work but it yeah is it is.
0: yeah and i and and i wouldn't know what i was doing so I should,
1: <laughs> yeah i've been making like mistakes that. for like 10 years to have figured all of this out <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> what's your your natural color is like what kind of like that mousy darkish blonde that that darkens blonde? over the years so it's not really blonde anymore but like when i was a kid it was like platinum right right Right, right, right. Oh, interesting.
0: Well, we are actually like this. This is going back to my roots with K because I used to do topic focused episodes. Like a lot of times, like I'll just meet someone and I'll be like, "Oh, you're the type of person I want to have on," and we'll yeah. just see where the convo goes. And then there's other times where I'm like, "No, like I really want to talk about this subject. Who yeah. could I get for this subject?" But you and I have talked because like I've come into the shop or whatever and we've talked briefly about like you know confidence and self-love and self-care and and all that stuff and you express interest in talking about this yeah totally. so thanks so much for coming on to talk about confidence and self-esteem because it's a fucking uh
1: It's a tricky subject. I mean, I'm going to go ahead on the record here and say I'm not implying for one fucking second, but I have either of those things. Oh,
0: me either, girl. (laughs) Good. Right off the bat, we are not making any... uh, We are not perfect by any means. Um... But we are both working on it. Yeah, I've got that
1: really glorious con- complex where I've got, like, an ego way the fuck up here. And then, like, the self-esteem worth business is down, down here. Down lower. Yeah. Mm. Is that a Gemini thing? I don't know. <laughs> maybe.
0: Maybe Casper and Pollux
1: be. are, like, beating each other up in the, my head or something.
0: The twins? Yeah, Like, conflicting. It. You know, you never know. But, yeah, no, I actually, like, I would agree to. Well, I think because we're both louder personality types. Mm-hmm. I think people see personality types like that and think, oh, they're so confident, or like, oh, they're alpha females, or... Yeah, it can definitely or, come off that, like, Or, like...
1: commandeering yeah. in their own rooms.
0: Well, that's just it. Yeah. So, like, people think if you're loud and out there that you're more confident, but that's not necessarily the case, it's just a personality type. Yeah. And the confidence is, is within, but I often... I don't know about you, but, like, do you think... When you think of people in your life like your friends, do you think that they think that you're confident?
1: Oh, that's a really interesting question. Yeah. I've never really looked at it that way. Because like I could pinpoint exactly in my head who I like know is confident, who I know is sure of themselves, right. like who I know is probably, you know, like could use a hug, like that sort of thing. Like my perception of my friends seems pretty clear to me, but I have no idea how they're perceiving me. That's wild.
0: Yeah, it's weird to think about, I. Eh? Um, cuz I often get the People who don't, my non-close friends, think I am.
1: Yeah, I feel like that might be something a little bit more accurate. Like, people that aren't as close might think, like, I've had people tell me that they think I'm really put together simply because, like, I have an apartment in Beaver with my boyfriend and I own a car. Right.
0: (laughs) But you also, but the thing is with you, because you also have a strong sense of style, so to Which speak it's yeah I think would put off the vibe that you have it together in the sense of like how you look you have a vibe you yeah. have a style you have a look and feel and you rock it thank you thank and you. not everyone not everyone has that like for me personal style has been so, like evolving so much oh yeah like some days I just want to like some days I do want to just be comfy and other days I just want to hoe it up so I'm just like I yeah. don't know
1: what it is Z- no like Z- even before I arrived like I was meandering with like you know hot lace bodysuit I have these like fake leather pants that I've been rocking every single day because they make my butt look amazing and then I was just like I want cardigan and then my comfy shorts and my socks and like I'm still cute and everything but like it's it's comfy ho
0: well we should (laughs) say right now we are both wearing lingerie technically so I'm wearing a bodysuit From Pleasures and Treasures. That I literally
1: almost wore, because I also (laughs) have it. Was it the one in purple? Yes. Really? No, isn't that jersey, like, such a, like, beautifully comfortable? Like, I wear that with black jeans all the time.
0: Well, that's the thing. This could be a shirt, so that's why. I I liked spending money on it, because I was like, you know, with lingerie, and we'll get into this, but, like, I always feel like if you're on a budget, lingerie, I have this thing in my mind where I can't validate buying it, because if no one's going to see it. (laughs) Fair enough, but fair enough. you are a... You encourage la- just wearing lingerie just, for yeah, yourself. Yeah, like,
1: I mean, even if you are, like, not wearing it out in public or working it into, like, daily outfits, like, my favorite thing to do is to just sit around in lingerie. It's so fun, like, But right? it makes me feel so luxe, and it brings in that sense of confidence where, like, I feel like I look good, and it's for no other reason than to feel, feel like good. I look good. Yeah. Yes, I actually totally agree. And, yeah. like, you know, like, even just like you know walking past the mirror and i'm like damn girl what you doing yeah like doing mundane tasks at home or just sitting around like even just playing video games like in my lingerie i'm just like yep that's that's all that's all i do i sit at home and i drink wine in my lingerie all the time (laughs) like that's all i do with my
0: life that is amazing but i actually like i think that that's something people should do more often is actually just get it for them and not have a person and be like you know if someone wants to enjoy it, they can enjoy it. Oh, Sweet. absolutely, bonus. Yeah. But don't necessarily rely on that. Like, do it for you because yeah. it makes you feel good. Because I'm the same. Like, I actually feel sexiest in lingerie too. Like a nice lace getup. Yeah. I don't know what it, if I'm not totally naked, lingerie. But I actually think I'm more confident totally naked mm. than with clothes on because clothes pinches areas of me that I don't want pinched. <laughs> That's what I've come to learn. I'm like, I actually, it's a weird thing because I feel way more comfortable totally naked.
1: And you just wouldn't think that. I'm exactly the opposite actually Really? Uh, funnily enough and like so I'll wear things that are like mildly revealing or like lingerie in my normal outfits um, but like when I'm dressed you don't see the nooks and crannies or like I find that right. I can hide the things that I don't oh, want see that's visible. so interesting and I also find like I don't know if it's just because like I'm super short I don't have like as much of a torso so that really distorts my view of like my stomach area oh that would like, yeah and yeah um so like seeing that like with clothes on or like especially like you know in a high waist a pair of jeans or something it looks you know it makes sense to me i can section off my portions and you know i just look at it and i'm like okay that makes sense and then when i look at myself naked it's just a very very distorted view of what my own like proportions are
0: that's so like that's so weird how we think about it differently yeah like for me i dread putting on clothes because I'm currently in between sizes right now. Like I'm really truly like I could I could buy a medium or a large. Like right. at most stores. And if I buy a large, it's gonna look a bit baggier on me, but I'll be more comfortable. Yeah. But if I buy a medium I might look like I have more of a shape but I might be more insecure because it's tighter right. and more uncomfortable. Right. So it's this weird time right. in my in I my body where I hate it. What's that?
1: I almost always go down. Oh yeah. And then me I always too. regret it. I always regret Same. it. I had a full-on breakdown in my closet like on the floor crying like because this one skirt like was just slightly too tight and I couldn't breathe comfortably. Yeah. And I was just like you know what I knew when I bought this skirt that it didn't fit perfectly. Right. I knew when I bought this skirt that it wasn't a hundred percent comfortable for me. And I still bought it hoping that one day I would just happen to magically That's what have the body do. that fit into that skirt. And yeah. I threw a fucking skirt in the garbage and that uh. was one of the strongest things I've ever done in my life. It's the
0: worst <laughs> it's the worst fucking feeling. And like the change room, the whole change room echo chamber of like you know, trying things on and, like, you might not have a friend with you, so you're you're just criticizing yourself as you're trying things on. And I'm the same way. And, in fact, I did an episode about confidence, like, a while back with my friend Rebecca. And one of the things, it was weird, because it was polar opposite. I was, like, the most confident that I had ever been at the time. Right. And, like, I was talking about the liberating I, uh, moment that you can have as a woman where you just decide to embrace the, the upsize and you feel more comfortable. You you aren't as on guard because you can breathe properly. (laughs) But I think so often we try to squeeze ourselves into things because maybe that's once how we were and that's where we want to go. But it's not where we're at. So we squeeze ourselves into them hoping that one day we'll lose it and it's it's not fair
1: to ourselves no it's setting us up setting ourselves up for disappointment yes as opposed to setting ourselves up for like acceptance
0: and it's like what i always say about the chain germ i'm like if you bring two sizes in try the larger size on first because yeah
1: because then at least you're like oh i don't actually i'm not as big as i thought as opposed to like okay well this doesn't fit yeah because like (laughs) i've had
0: moments like recently where i'm like looking at the large i'm like there's no way that like that's my size. And I'm like, oh no, girl, that's your size now. You gotta you gotta embrace that. Like fucking body image is so fucked up. It's so fucked up because for me, like I always like how I look in the mirror. More so than like on camera or oh, in absolutely. pictures. Like I've just never considered myself photogenic at all. Like I can take a good selfie, but I yeah. get control over that. Yeah, exactly. You oh know, my gosh, yeah. So like that's something I want to bring up with you because you you do like lingerie photo shoots sometimes. Yeah, that's
1: something I actually just started doing within like the last year. Yeah. I've done three shoots in total. I actually got I had one done on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Tons of fun. So fun. Um, I've only worked with Adam O'Brien so far and he's really, really amazing. Super duper comfortable. I recommend him to like anybody that hasn't like dipped their toes into it before. Yeah. Um, but like, they're like mini protests to myself is what they are. Like, I'm super uncomfortable the whole time. Like, I, like, I, I put on a face and I ham it up because I'm a fucking star and I love attention. And I'm, you know, like I'm that bitch. But inside I'm just like, oh God, there's like, there's no way I look good right now. It's highly uncomfortable. But I had, I had a real like clarity, not even clarity, but like this really fucked up moment where like, um, he showed me just like the preview on the back of the camera and he just said, fucking look at that. And I did. And it was, I had never seen myself in such a way that I was so happy with oh my gosh and it was the weirdest feeling (gasps) like it was a mixture of like sad and happy and like almost like guilt for not
0: feeling good about
1: myself this entire time oh yeah but then there's also like that part of your brain that wants to gaslight you and is like well maybe that's just a good angle or maybe that was just good lighting or you know
0: well, I think the thing is is like because we're so in our heads and we're in this body, like our <laughs> bodies that we're in are what we have to deal with every day, mm-hmm. so we do pick it's it's just like anything else like um like if someone's doing public speaking, like you're gonna pick yourself apart in ways that only you know, yeah. and outwardly that's not what's showing other people so with photographers, I truly do feel like they're very talented in seeing like your true beauty. And just figuring out ways to capture that. Yeah. Like so much talent. And you're right, like in because I did a photo shoot for the podcast, which wasn't a lingerie photo shoot, but it was like I was wearing like a It was hot. Red, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you were looking
1: fine. Yeah. Like, that was a
0: sexy shoot. Again, like same thing. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable. And there were so many photos that I was just like, they're never seeing the light of day. Like stomach issues at the yin yang, all of that. But like again, you know, they direct you in a way that's flattering. Yeah. And is showing your best light, which I don't think is a manipulation. I think that's just, I don't know. It's a highlight reel. It's talent. It's a highlight reel. That's exactly what it is. But it is really fun to do, and I highly recommend it. I would like to do a full lingerie shoot sometime. It's definitely
1: something that has made me feel better about myself and more comfortable in... Like just the body that I have because there's, you know, like a lot of the times I have gotten these things done. They've been like really like uh, kind of last minute planned. And so I don't have like, well, because, you know, when you're booking a photo shoot with somebody, you don't have three months to work on your body to get there. Mm. you don't have, you know, right. however many times, like however much time you think you need to trim down or make yourself look the way you want to, at best you can touch up your roots and get your nails done. Like right. that's about, you know what I mean? There's only oh. so much you can do to really optimize yourself for photos. So sometimes you just got to go into it and like, you know what? Sometimes I've got a belly full of pizza today. Yep. yeah. <laughs> like I straight yep. up did that. Like, uh, Adam came by to take photos of me literally as like the pizza arrived and he was like, you can stop and take a slice. And I had full on planned on like waiting to eat until after, but I was super <laughs> hungry and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to. And I Good knew. But for you. Yeah. the whole rest of the shoot, my brain was just like, girl, your tummy's full. And I thought about it the entire time. Right. Yeah. Cause that's what we're. It's like hammered into us to do that as women, yeah.
0: and I mean, like, and like, don't get me wrong, I think males experience this too. Absolutely, I, I just, I don't necessarily think it's on the same level as us in terms of
1: standards. I think like the societal expectation is definitely more heavily implied yeah. on us. I feel like theirs is much more under wraps. Yeah, and like, I feel like they take it. It yeah. actually makes me almost more sad because, like, they I feel like when men deal with body dysmorphia, they take it as such an affront to their masculinity. Right. Whereas when women deal with body dysmorphia, it's just one more fucking thing we've got to deal with <laughs> as it's women. More, and, and, like, and we talk about it with each other. Exactly. Like, and that's the thing is we have this moment, you and I. But, yeah. like, you know, if a man is not feeling up to what he thinks, you know, maybe his, his like, muscle mass isn't where he wants it to be. Or maybe right. he thinks his belt needs to be a little bit tighter. Or, you know what I mean? Right. There's tons of reasons that guys can experience body dysmorphia, and they're not really talked about. And that would that yeah, you're right. Actually, I never really thought of it that way. That that actually makes it
0: would make it harder for them because us as women, we talk about the shit See, we do all the time. Expected to
1: be insecure because that's what the industry yeah. wants of us. So when we up. when we talk about being insecure, no one's really surprised. Oh my god, that's that's so fucking true.
0: God damn it. The shit we deal with. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's it, it's just it's it's a struggle. And like I, I don't know like how old are you again? You are I just turned
1: 25. You
0: are 20 like you are a young end. So what <laughs> has your journey with confidence how, like what has that been looking like for you?
1: Um <laughs> definitely not linear, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um I feel like a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was not hot in high school. Like, the glow up was super real. So, like, I was never, like, I kind of almost settled into the notion that I just wasn't going to be an attractive person. Yeah. Like, I got blindsided by this shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The glow up! Yeah. Um, And, like, you know, like, I was maybe a little bit more heavier set. Um, Like, when I was in high school, my boobs, they were a friggin' 34E. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And I'm freaking definitely not that now. So what the ha- what was th- what happened? Um mostly I guess just baby weight. Oh, really? Yeah, cuz like it basically by the time I turned like 18, 19, I just, you know, like I was slightly thinner in the face, mm. like my arms had kind of slimmed out, just all of those, you know, like adolescence to my body was kind of wearing off. So did you have like the opposite of a freshman 15? Kind of. So yeah,
0: cuz same I used to I'm just the opposite. I used to be way skinnier like skinny and athletic looking. Like... Oh, I've
1: never been that. I've always, like, even at my skinniest, I was still, like, past the skinny. Right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you say past the skinny? I love that. Well, because there's a term, isn't it? It's called, like, skinny fat or yeah, something? Yeah,
1: basically that. Who like, I've never had... Term? I don't know. Probably someone on, like, Twitter or Pinterest or something.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: more than that <laughs> Google the origins. <laughs> I must know.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because I, I remember hearing about that and thinking like that's, I I identify with that personally because I don't consider myself overweight, but I certainly don't consider myself skinny. I don't remember. I I think it was like in a movie that I heard about it.
1: I feel like I can vaguely remember Jane Lynch saying it in an episode of Weeds, but I don't know if that would be like the first. Oh my god, Weeds! <laughs> I have such like a weird archive of things in my brain. I'm like, I can pinpoint the one time I heard that sentence.
0: But yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, I I feel that. So interesting. So you started off kind of with more meat and then lost it all. Yeah.
1: And then so like when I was in college, like that's when like I would probably call that my quote unquote prime because it was like a mixture. Like I know I've been skinnier than that and I've looked better so to speak but that was definitely like the height of abusing my metabolism, eating whatever the fuck I wanted, right. drinking all the time. Like it was college. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. what it was. I yeah. didn't gain anything from it. It was just, it was just kept, it was linear. It was fine. Really? Um. And then basically it was honest to God. Like, it was really just uh, the notion of That, you know, eventually your metabolism slows the fuck down. And I think it was around, like, 22-ish was when I noticed that uh, I was slowly starting to kind of put on weight. And it wasn't anything I was worried about. I was just like, okay, like, you know. I'm healthy looking, like, yeah. my grandmother will stop yelling at me as much, my right. mom will stop telling me to eat, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember, um, I had really, really bad environmental depression one winter combined with seasonal depression. And what's environmental I really depression? hated where I was living.
0: Oh. Like, I didn't want to go home.
1: Like, like, I would, just the whole situation, I hated the place that I lived, I hated the people I was living with, like, I hated all of it. Oh, shit. So, like, I would literally loiter at work because I didn't want to go home. Oh, like that that's, kind of such, thing. A thing. that's <laughs> yeah, such a thing yeah and it was it sucks. so like it was like to be perfectly honest it was a lot of fucking blizzards let me tell you did you know that a medium blizzard has more calories than you should eat in an entire day wow shit yeah i mean it makes sense and like i mean a healthy that, person should eat in an entire day not somebody on a diet wow um and I want a blizzard now, though. Right? Oh, cookies. They're though. so good. Um, They're moderation, so good. though. That was yeah. when I really, really started understanding like portion and like that sort of thing. And maybe you don't get the medium, maybe you just get the small. Like those stupid sorts of restrictions that are still allow you to treat yourself. But
0: it's so true because I, I, tr- I truly do think. That there's an issue in in North American culture where it's like, we're kind of all overeating. Like, if you look at the portion sizes. Oh, everybody
1: loves excess. Yeah, like the portion sizes at restaurants and shit. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I almost never finish a plate at a restaurant. I almost always take it home because a fucking broke bitch is going to eat lunch tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather get two or three meals out of it than than eat it all in one sitting. Or even if at least, you know, like it's something else you can nibble on later when you want a snack. Right. But but like, yeah, no, that's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, yeah, it was just like, kind of just casually noticed that I had slowly put on 20 pounds I was also working at burrito jacks at the time too so like working a lot and then coupled with being able to eat at work and eat food that claims it's healthy but really is not oh that's such a yeah it was really just like
0: burritos aren't as healthy as you think there might be veggies in them but they uh yeah
1: it's yeah yeah um (laughs) so it's basically just like a huge huge culmination of circumstances that led to me getting only about 20 pounds which doesn't sound like much right but when you're five foot nothing it shows immediately i have nowhere to spread it yep like my my favorite weight to be is smack dab 100 pounds Right, but I'm, I'm approximately 105 right now. I really like 95. You're a petite gal, though. That's like, exactly that's it. Like I'm very proportionally small, so when yeah. I do gain weight, it's just everywhere. Right, like it is immediately visible.
0: And I think that that's something that people need to consider more when they're having these conversations with their friends, because I think we so easily go to the you gained 10 pounds. Like, that's nothing. I yeah. gained 50. It's like, we have to look at people's heights, yeah. people's body chemistry. Like, there's so many factors that go into it. And it's so easy to jump to the... I have it worse than you. Oh my gosh, or, right? Or like that type of thing. And it's
1: like, no, like if you look at Frankie, I could put her in my fucking pocket. She's tiny. And that's that's my thing too, is so often I met with, what do you mean you have body dysmorphia? You're so tiny. Yeah. What do you mean you feel bad about your body? You're so skinny. I'm like, can you go fuck yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, first of all, it's like, do you know, want to know how I got here? Lots of calorie counting, self-torture, and like, you know, it wasn't good. So don't tell me I don't deserve to hate my body just because I you would rather have mine.
0: It's, I I I, I, I wrote it down on my phone recently. I was like, it's my body and it's my right to hate it sometimes.
1: That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> because I think we're in this
0: culture of body positivity that's almost going the other way. Where, like, we're feeling a lot of pressure to love every aspect of our body. Yeah. When we might not. And
1: and it's okay that we don't. And, yeah, and it's, it's okay if I want to improve myself yes. as long as I'm still finding it... Finding a way to do it healthily now that I've learned my lessons from, like, extreme dieting and calorie counting. Like, I think exactly. at my worst, I was probably eating, like, five, 600 calories a day. Holy fuck.
0: When yeah. did the calorie counting thing
1: um, start? Probably once I realized I had gained about 20 pounds. Um, I had a friend who was enabling me, and she was very, very bad, and she's not my friend anymore. But uh, uh-huh. uh, her exact words at one point were, you better stick with this because you're going to feel really shitty when I lose weight and you don't oh my god yeah so i i take full responsibility for my own mental you know disorders and all that but i definitely did not have great circumstances i was not fostered a good environment jesus christ yeah
0: (laughs) that's insane i when you're saying the calorie counting thing i'm just think back to like junior high high school and like
1: (sighs) and that's the thing is i never felt a need to do that in high school because i'd resigned myself to the idea that i just wasn't going to be attracted but it wasn't until college. Yeah, and then yeah. and then once I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Like I, I like I grew into my figure. I grew into my face. I grew into my features. Like it just, mm. you know, I didn't look like a child anymore. Well, I still do, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, you know, I started to look more like a woman than a child. And that's when I started to feel more confident about my appearance in general. And I am. I think I'm a good looking person. I know that you know I can look good. I know what makes me look the best and what makes me feel the best. Yeah. But like, it was still. I never dealt with those kinds of issues as much like obviously I still thought you know like there was lots about my body that I would change in high school just as insecure as any other high school kid right. but I had just resigned to myself that that was just all I was gonna get I was like this yeah. is as good as it's going to get it's never gonna be better so just accept it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. once everything got better I was like well how much better could it get and that was almost a spiral oh see yeah that's that's where things can get messy yeah And it's finding that fine line between taking that in a positive slash healthy, you know, reinvent yourself and be the best you you can be kind of way or like literally mentally beat the shit out of yourself. Yeah, because once you know you can do one thing, then what's next? Because
0: I, I, I grew up skinny, but I grew up with more overweight friends and a lot of those friends have... Lost the weight, and what they always tell me is, is like, Yeah, I, we, I lost the weight, and I've gotten treated differently because of that, which is unfortunate mm-hmm. and sucks, but that's a fucking thing with women. Yeah. As soon as they lose the weight, guys are looking at them differently and of course. treating them differently. But with them, they were like, You know what it is? Like, as soon as you lose the weight, you just find something else to hate about yourself, and then you want to go, you want to attack that. Interesting, and like, and then it's just like a never ending cycle of trying to be absolutely perfect. Yeah. Which is very tricky. It is. So, fuck. So, excessive calorie counting.
1: Yeah, that was probably, like, my biggest, like, I didn't, I wasn't, and it took, (laughs) it took a really long time for me to even admit that that was an eating disorder. Like, it took me a really long time to admit that that was, like, almost full-blown anorexia. Like, It's kind of like
0: glorified anorexia. Yeah. Like, it's, it's stealthy
1: Yeah, and like, it, you know, micro-anorexia. Yeah, yeah. Like. anorexia light i don't know yeah because you're doing you're 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 eating enough to stay alive but because you know yeah it wasn't you know what they portraying disorders to be in the movie i wasn't you know like tears streaming down my face like hunched over the toilet i didn't consider it to Uh be something i had to fight
0: interesting when did when did you realize it was a problem
1: um i probably i don't think i can pinpoint like a moment um Probably probably just, like, after a breakdown of sorts. Like, I think I got really upset about either something not fitting or maybe something that um did fit when I was bigger fit again or something uh, along those lines. I can't remember what it was, but I had, like, this little breakdown about it. Or maybe I just felt guilty about the calories I ate that day. Like, it could have been something that simple, but it was uh, after that I was just like, I'm not okay. Fuck. And then <laughs> I... It's, it's weird, too, because uh, my boyfriend was with me the entire time. and like Current boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, and, yeah. like, he would always, like, you know, encourage me to feel good about myself because, obviously, he likes everything I have to offer and yeah. all of that good stuff. Um, and, like, he kind of knew I was going through it, but he also was in the position where he was just like, I knew that even if I told you it was an eating disorder, like, what would you have done?
0: Right. And he was like,
1: but once I said it out loud, like, that's when it was just like, like, basically, like, he gave me a huge hug and he was just like, we got this. So, like, I mean, I didn't need his help or anything like that. And, like, sometimes he still, you know, tries to keep me on the right path and everything like that. But it's weird that he knew the whole time and I didn't. Right. Like, I refused to realize it. And he was just kind of like... I knew you weren't 100 percent okay, but it's you can't just call your girlfriend out and be like, right. "Hey, babe, I think you have an eating disorder." You almost have to wait, you have to be patient and yeah. wait for them to get there. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, he was just like, "I knew it would hurt you if anything. If I like, I basically attacked you like that, and I knew you'd come." to your own like you know he's like yeah. i reminded you to eat i kept you know yeah he did everything right i think in that scenario like he never attacked me and made me feel like what i was doing to my body was unhealthy like even though it was he uh, never made me feel like i should be guilting myself for it right whereas that's what i feel a lot of it is is like how dare you be dieting go eat some cake you know what i mean like that kind of thing and that's all oh, so fucking fucked up because like really an eating
0: disorder so it's a mental health Things. that's exactly people it. Like, I, I think people f-
1: tend to forget it doesn't that. mean i don't love food it doesn't mean i don't love to eat it's just it's the associated guilt
0: yeah 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 and there's so many different kinds of eating
1: disorders
0: like that's the wild thing yeah. like like i have a super complicated relationship with food because i'm such an emotional eater right and right. i'm such an impulsive eater and i eat i honest to god i eat for fuel because I just don't plan, like we were talking about this before, like I don't just, I just don't plan my life well enough yeah. to like have well thought out meals. So I actually get to points where I'm fucking start. Like I'm so, like yeah. when I get hungry. Like you're literally on the brink of death. It's, in, it, it's not good. Like I, you just got to get me to a McDonald's. You can't get me there quicker. Like, yeah. And, and that, and like, that's kind of a really combo. And then I'll eat a lot and then I'll just, I'll, I'll be, I'll feel guilty. Yeah. Because this whole time, oh, like, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to be healthier. And I just did this. Yeah. Oh, I did this because of this. And, like, it, it's this constant loop that can drive you fucking crazy. And and then you're just constantly thinking about it. And it's no fucking fun.
1: Yeah. And I feel like bringing the word healthy into it can sometimes be really, really, like, messy. Because mm-hmm. when you're, you're guilting yourself over not being, quote, unquote, healthy, when my current definition of healthy was 600 calories in a day.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And then,
1: so that Shit. was actually one of like that logic right there was one of the things that does help me. So, like, if I do feel guilty about the fact that maybe I was too busy at work and all I ate today was McDonald's, at least I fucking ate something. Yeah, yep. And I've been using yep. that to very much like it's okay because you 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 ate, honey. You're yeah, all right. So, yeah, like, that's the thing. Sometimes you just got to give yourself pep talk and be like, you're doing the best you can. Oh, totally agree. I think that like we take on a lot.
0: Um, especially nowadays with all these diets, like everyone's doing a different kind of diet. and i th- I think we often forget about that the fact that it can be as easy as just like portion control., yeah. and um, you know, like making sure you
1: have some healthier snacks around you, like stuff like that. Yeah. like, like you want well, like make so sure much. that you can treat yourself so that you don't feel that like insane itch. but to do it in a way that's not going to completely like I don't know because that's the thing is I still eat like fucking garbage I still like I'm doing whatever I want right now and I'm just trying to basically incorporate more activity into my lifestyle because like I said I would rather eat whatever the fuck I want and go to the gym four times a week yeah it's just I don't yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um <laughs> no i actually totally agree i would i'm i'm much more on
0: that front too of like i i think it would be easier for me to incorporate and exercise happy and it's, I love snacks. it's so good i know yeah no i i, and it's, I, that's I totally the thing, know i've only
1: got one life to live only one tongue to taste with y'all <laughs> like fuckeroo but i
0: truly do admire people who can stick to a diet and see results i just wonder How long, like, you know, with keto, it's, like, obviously, like, I have friends who've done it, and, like, there's a lot of results, but, like, do you plan on being in keto your whole
1: life? Well, that was the thing that scared me, too, because when I was doing more healthy dieting, like, not just calorie restriction, I actually started, like, you know, thinking about my meals and what I was putting into it. I was just, like, this is really boring, (laughs) Do I want to do this forever? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I don't. Just
1: straight up I don't. And I think coming to terms with the fact that I would rather maybe be happy and a teeny little bit squishy. Yeah. Than what I think is perfect and eat nothing but like boiled chicken breast and broccoli every day.
0: There you go. Yeah,
1: but it's it's a tricky thing to get to
0: because I know I know like with some, like me included, like my happiness. An aspect of my happiness is depending on how I look yeah so it's this weird thing where I'm like fuck like I feel like I'd be happier if I was more confident but in order to be more confident like I need to have better skin I need to lose the fucking 15 pounds that I put on like stuff like that and then when you're seeing that not happen
1: yeah you're
0: like am I ever gonna be happy in myself
1: yeah. The worst is when, you know, like, it worked. Like, I got, like, I dropped that 20 pounds. It was great. Yeah. And then when I stopped hardcore dieting, my body started to level out. It was like, oh, okay, so you're not getting 600 calories anymore. You're starting to get 16 because that's how much you need to literally live. Like, your resting body metabolic rate is about 1,500 a day, I think. So, like, you need that to exist. You need that to get to where you need to go. Exactly. Yeah, and like, yeah. once I was like, okay, so I'm basically taking in almost three times as many calories as I used to. Obviously, that was a shock for my body as well, and I had to deal with that. Did you have doctors telling you this? Or oh, is no, this doctor? <laughs> <laughs> We're in Halifax. What's that? What's a doctor? I'm <laughs> 25 years old and I have no insurance. I think I see a doctor?
0: <laughs> like, where did you learn all about stuff like that? Like, um, like, like intake. Was it, like, just, like, the internet or, like, apps? Um,
1: I did have a fitness app for a while. Um, It was the main reason I was counting my calories, Mm. and it allowed me to. It even gave me a health warning. Before I set the oh, amount really? of calories for oh, the day. Shit. Like, I fucking didn't listen to it because I'm an idiot. Oh, God. It was basically, it was just, I don't know, experience, I guess. I was just like, okay, so I know I can lose weight by eating these healthy foods. I know I can lose weight by restricting calories. I know that I'm going to gain weight if I do this. I know I'm going to gain weight if I do that. Like, yeah. it was basically just such, um, such an up and down with my weight itself that I kind of, like kind of looked at it and I was like okay well what worked and what didn't and then what worked in a healthy way and what didn't and even now like again I'm not mentally healthy at all I still struggle all the time I still cry over my body I still get upset when my tummy doesn't look the way I want it to I still get upset when I think my boobs hang lower than they should especially because they used to be bigger and now they're smaller so now they're not like up here anymore yeah 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 so like all of those little things that make me crazy they're still all there but it's just continuing to remind myself that I would rather rather not deprive myself of the things that make me happy and it would probably be easier to just try to find happiness with what i've got
0: ding ding and and you're saying this at 25 I'm which trying. is which is young, like like because
1: i didn't get that mentality until later like later 20s so yeah no i'm stoked for my 30s I'm, a, I'm, I'm assuming that all of this insecurity is just gonna go away even though i know that's a pipe dream but well because <laughs> i just think
0: that if, if you learn to accept your body And love it. But you still might want your body to be somewhere else. Yeah. Or better. At least you're happy. I want to go to the gym. I want to be more active. Exactly. But but at least you're happy
1: with what you have. Yeah. And then if you achieve that goal, sweet. You'll be still happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But
0: like... I don't know.
1: It's little mindsets. I find that like every once in a while, say like Costa and I, we get like a, a big old fucking order of Chinese food or some shit. Yeah. And I'm sitting there afterwards and I'm like, oh, look at my tummy. I
0: Yada yada. Yeah. But he'll just
1: look at me like, but didn't you love it? Didn't it, t- didn't it make you happy? Didn't that taste good? Like, are are you happy? Exactly. Is your tummy happy? And I'm like, well, yeah.
0: Then who cares? Yeah, it's
1: like, you'll be fine. Like, you're going to go to sleep and it'll be gone in the morning. And
0: also too, like, I just want to like, say like, what's so fucked up about all of this is that it is so personal and individual to you. Mm-hmm. Because like me looking at you, I'm like, Frankie, come on.
1: Really? No, and that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly and, you know, it. Most
0: people would look at you and say that too. And, it's the same with me. Like, my larger friends look at me and go, why would you yeah. feel that way? You can eat whatever you want. You don't get it. But it's like, we know our bodies better than anybody else. We know when we gain weight more than anyone else. Because like you said, 10 pounds, I might not notice it on you. But yep. you're, you, you're going to notice yep. it. Um, and so, like, we have to stop um, playing this game of saying things like that. Like, so me as your female friend, like, if I was with you in that moment... I would say, oh, no, like, it's all good. Chin- like, I wouldn't go and say, oh, Frank, you don't deserve to complain about that. You're so skinny. Yeah, and like, that's the
1: thing is it's like, so like that. It's so like that. But we're, tr- we're like, we're socialized
0: yeah fu- that's the fucked up thing us as women are socialized to say things like that mm-hmm. it's fucked up mm-hmm. and it's a ment like it's almost like a mental exercise yeah to it's not- literally like
1: you don't deserve adversity because i have it worse than you exactly and and the same goes for mental health too i want to say too because like oh yeah
0: because like that's also a spectrum but like nothing is greater than or worse than Kind of thing. Exactly. And ugh, it's just, it's just true. It, female friendship dynamics, especially like there's nothing more nerve wracking than when it's like group picture time. I don't know if you can agree with this or not, but when it's group picture time and you don't have control over that photo and that photo is being taken next to your like other female friends, yeah. it is, there is a psychological thing that goes on and I don't know if guys will ever understand it. Truly. The The idea of getting together with your
1: friends who you all love each other. Yeah, and, and I'm and like, you look great, you look great. And then even and it's if I'm like, I look great. Yeah, yeah. It's having us all together, like, that dramatic comparison, even if you don't want to. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's your brain is going to.
0: Your brain is going to, and we all know we have different body types, and we all know that we have different styles, but having a picture where we're, like, lined up, yeah, it's this, oh, and then, like, you know, there's not one picture that everybody likes, And it's this whole thing. It seems like such a stupid fucking thing! Yeah. But this is a huge, like, problem!
1: It really is. and for I me, it's such that I'm the shortest and it sucks. Yeah. I'm so tiny compared to everybody. It looks so <laughs> bad in photos because I'm like down here and everybody's up here.
0: But see, that was the thing. Like with me, like I grew up, like I'm, my body's very different from my sister. So like in family pictures, I always stuck out as bigger or broader right. or like, and for so long I associated that with fat. When really it was structure, it was yeah. my shoulders, it was my boobs, like there was like a lot of factors contributing to that, but like we grow up with the perception of like you're either fat or you're not. Yeah. And then people think they're fat when they're really not. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, and for me, like it was like, I'm sorry if you're ever watching this or seeing this, but like my mom would comment <laughs> a lot on my body. <laughs>
1: what's more mothers (laughs) and like really good always
0: good intentions always good intentions but little comments here and there and you know commenting about what i eat and commenting about like what i'm wearing and like it's little things like that if you grow up with that in your brain and like i did like throughout high school junior high like going into college like, it really fucking gets to you. And I had a friend, like, going back to the excessive calorie counting thing, whose mother, like, made her go on Wa- Weight Watchers in, like, junior high. And, like, she became obsessed with ca- calorie counting. At the time, I I didn't care because I was skinny. But I was seeing what it was doing to her. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, that's so messed up. And looking back, I'm like, junior high, high school, like, you're not a full-formed woman yet.
1: No, you need your calories.
0: You're growing. Yeah. So like it's really fucked up when parents who I know you want your kids to be healthy and you know I don't think we should ignore ob- obesity when it comes to health when it becomes a health problem I think yeah we should sh- do it's something less about that it want their
1: kids to be healthy and that they want their kids to be privileged yeah no exactly
0: and so like it's just it's just really fucked up that parents are like enforcing these ideas into women or girls at like such a young age and like. I don't know how. Like, I mean, I, I. don't think I'm over it at all. I still, yeah. I still stress over what I wear in front of, in front of my parents. Yeah, because I'm like, I just don't want them to. And it's it, it sucks. I'm 32. I don't want to be. I want to be fully happy in what I am. Yeah, but I don't know how to get there. Is my problem yeah <laughs> and I, I truly don't and I, it's funny because in prep for this episode i kind of looked up articles
1: today right
0: and you know a lot of them said a lot of the things that you would expect you know one thing you mentioned was cutting out friends in your life that yeah. are negative influences on you like that's something that i've been doing recently and it's also much in, in relation to body or physical just any negativity if any they don't
1: serve a purpose in your life fucking ex- out. It's
0: out and if you don't get me if you don't appreciate me for who i am like you're done and like I've been doing that lately, yeah, and it, and it really sucks. And it's really her fault. Yeah, but and friend suck. Oh my god, they're suck wor- than real ones. They are so fucking hard, mm-hmm. especially when you've known the person for so long. And yeah, you, and you just think to yourself, like, why am I still explaining myself to you? Yeah, like you should I shouldn't. Not I shouldn't to. have to explain myself to you. You should know that I have a head on my shoulders. Yeah, like you've known me since seventh grade. Come yeah. on, yeah. But unfortunately, I think people do have to do that when they're going through any type of transformation in their life. Yeah, is you have to kind of do a friend friend sweep or whatever it is a fr- a friend cleanup.
1: I'm call it more of like an inventory. Got to see what that's like, what it is. Yes, got to see what what kind yeah. of condition the stock is like mm-hmm. and uh, what's worth keeping and what's what's worth. So away.
0: big question for you, though, because in okay. this article, one of the things that they said about boosting confidence was to like, what do you think of the phrase fake it till you
1: make it? I don't know if I support it because I find that that can foster like a placebo effect. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, if you end up getting high off your own fake confidence, then like, by all means, do that. Um, I don't know. I just feel like to me with faking it, is there a making it? Do you really get there?
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good question. Yeah. It's like, because I'm the same as you, I don't necessarily agree with it. I mean, I'm one to think you can be confident and still have insecurities. Be honest with those insecurities. Because is anyone ever not going to have any? Is the thing, like, like even the most, if we look at, like, a Kim Kardashian or, like, who we think are, like, the model types, like, they still have insecurities. I sure hope so yeah I like, can well I mean I, I I'm assuming I yeah. don't know I don't know Kim personally yeah, yeah. but do you know what I mean like I and I think that too and I think that if you're faking it all the time like it's gonna shine through eventually that it's not genuine yeah I feel
1: like that would have the burnout factor yeah because like it's basically pretending you're all right when you're not when you're not yeah
0: exactly but then if you speak so openly about not being all right it has like The opposite. It also has a negative effect. So I don't really know where the
1: happy medium is. I read this thing fairly recently that I've been like kind of trying. Mostly because like anytime anyone gives me a tip for like handling any kind of like mental stress or disorderly conduct going on up there. Mm. uh, I kind of take it with a grain of salt. And I'm like, oh, of course that would work kind of thing. Um, But I recently read that sometimes it can be helpful to give your negative thoughts like their own um, persona like personify Ooh. them like give them a name like give your negative thoughts a name and every single time you're thinking something bad about yourself just shut the fuck up bianca <laughs> who the fuck are you to talk about me like that fucking cunt
0: yeah because well actually that's actually a great point because one thing that um i've uh, i was to a lot of like self helpy podcasts and stuff yeah, yeah yeah but one thing was talking about oh i just lost the thought negative persona oh yeah like you would never if you ever think about like how you're self-talking to yourself picture it being a friend of yours yeah you would never say that to I would never say that to you yeah or like a friend that I really care about like so why are you saying it to yourself that way
1: yeah that's exactly yeah or it's just like yeah kind of the logic of it was is you know what if what if Bianca was saying that about Sarah? Would you let Bianca say that? Fuck no, I wouldn't. So yeah. fuck you, Bianca. You're done. I <laughs> yeah,
0: love that. Is Bianca your, your persona's yes, name? Yes,
1: absolutely. And Bianca. it's 100% because Bianca is the name of Mariah's anti Mariah in the Heartbreaker video. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I was thinking of, isn't that the name of the chick from 10 Things I Hate About You? Or, oh, like,
1: I, or maybe I'm wrong. M- maybe I. Have not seen that movie recently. That's so funny, Bianca. Um, I wonder what mine would be. Yeah, no. When Mariah beats up Mariah in the bathroom at the movie about Mariah Star. I love
0: the Heartbreaker (laughs) video. That's a classic. Yeah. Holy shit! And then one of the other things too, like speaking of Mariah Carey, like (laughs) in this article was talking about, um, think of your role models. Like like when you are having moments of like that you're not feeling confident or low self esteem or whatever that is, like. Think of them, and I'm like, yeah, I guess because like, I I always picture female comedians like right. like Sarah Silverman, Chelsea Handler, Whitney Cummings, yeah. like these fucking ballsy, funny women. Yeah, you know, and like I think of them, I'm like, look how ballsy and smart and funny they are, and like I just want to embrace that side of me. Yeah. And and not focus so much on the physical kind of thing. So, like, you, do you look up to Mariah Carey? Oh, she, absolutely. She's, what, she's your girl. Um,
1: I mean, like, yeah, besides the fact that I'm completely enamored with her. Um, <laughs> I think about the fact that, like, you know, she's like, great. in the mid-90s, um, at the height of, like, her... Like climb to fame, like she was in a really abusive relationship, uh, who happened to be the head of her record label. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, right. no, he was super like sexually oppressive. He wouldn't let her leave the house. He made her wear turtlenecks and trench coats. So oh. when the honey video came out, and she literally does that like jump into the pool and she takes off her clothes I just and got she's chills. swimming. <laughs> No seriously it's it's a full on like it's been said that the whole thing is a metaphor for her leaving him and like that's the first time she showed cleavage she wore a crop top like she did choreography with all these dudes grabbing all up on her she She fully she fully embraced sexuality oh my god and like honestly finding your sexy side is like one of the the biggest things i think that has helped me masturbation has been one of the biggest
0: things that's helped me oh big time oh i feel that and that's also that can also be up and down but i
1: think oh yeah like i've gone through phases where like i could be laying there forever and nothing's going to happen and like sometimes i just don't want to sometimes i'm not into me sometimes i don't want to fuck me and other times
0: i'm like i want to fuck the shit out of me
1: Right? right right
0: Sometimes I love like those. Uh, sometimes nights.
1: I'm like driving home. I'm like, oh yeah, I got that bitch <laughs> on the charger.
0: But that's but that's the thing too. I think I think that like when like you and I can talk about this candidly, but like some women can't. They get embarrassed and they still get like shy about it. And I'm like, we got we got to really start. Like that's why I love this new era of Miley Cyrus. Cause she is so just like pussy, I love my pussy. like 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 she's just so she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She does not give a fuck. And like I don't know, listening to her new music, it's kinda like my Mariah right now. Like it's Yeah, you're having that moment. It's just tapping me into this side of me that wants to stop giving fucks. Yeah. Cause Innately, I give way too many fucks. I feel that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I give way too many like I, I just care way too much about what people that's, think. That's a water sign problem. Oh it's so true. I'm water dominance. Oh God. That's I feel like that's a whole other podcast yeah. going into our birth charts. Oh, like, buddy. God. Like I would a, like to do an episode where we, like, tear apart our birth charts.
1: I would like to get somebody like, that actually knows
0: what the fuck they're talking about, because I, I am
1: a bullshitter, believe me. I
0: do, too, and I'm on the hunt. Okay, cool. So I'm going to keep you in mind for that episode, because I'd like Maybe to find fun. someone who is, like, funny about it.
1: That would be cool, yeah.
0: Like, I, I want someone who knows astrology, but can be funny about it in a way that's like, oh, okay, this is your air sign, here's what's wrong with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like. Totally. Uh, you and I bond over the astrology stuff. I fucking <laughs> love, but I feel personally attacked by my by my birth chart. I don't think it's accurate at all. I do, it but needs- it's only
1: because I the minute I saw your birth chart realized you had Taurus placements. I said she makes sense now.
0: Really? See, oh, I said that so loud. Um, I I don't see myself as a Taurus at all, but I'm truly starting to um see my stubbornness more. That's a Taurus problem
1: But I feel like Taurus moon And rising I
0: am Here I'll pull it up
1: Pisces sun Taurus moon moon.
0: This is my turn
1: Yeah buddy (laughs) Taurus Mars too Actually I have the same placement Taurus Mars is a good one At least to me Yeah Does Taurus Mars mean Like we're always horny Maybe yeah. Taurus is a Taurus is a horny sign. Taurus is like one of the Taurus is represented by Venus, so like super horny, super self indulgent, loves mm. naps, snacks, like the finer things in life. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I guess
0: I can I can relate to that. Yeah, that aspect.
1: Most of those are the same. I love a Sagittarius placement. I don't have any fire See, placements in my chart, so like it's I weird because I thought them. I would
0: have more fire in mine. Because when I think of me, I I always thought I was an Aries rising because I'm just a shit show of a person. <laughs> I just am, and Aries are shit shows of people. Mariah's
1: an Aries. Are you? <laughs> Mariah is an Aries. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so is Elton John. So is Lady Gaga. Like every big. Singing artist.
0: My Jupiter is in, in Aries, which apparently is, like, one of the more social
1: planets. Yeah, Jupiter is, like, expansion, philosophy.
0: So I guess it makes sense, but still. I, I, I'd i like someone to explain my birth chart in detail. Yeah. Like, in great detail. Like, I could probably convince. bullshit
1: my way through it, but, like, I don't know enough about the, like, in-depth factors to, like, really bullshit my way through a conversation. We are going to get someone. Yeah, that would be fun.
0: We are going to get someone on. Um. So then... Going back to the whole, like, getting into this, like, your sexy side and, like, confident side. What do you do to amp yourself up? Like, if you're ever feeling, like... Like, this is is the thing. Like, if you're ever feeling, like, in a... What's the word? Slump? Like, a slump? And, like, we know our slumps. Like, Mm -hmm. and I know with me... It's never,
1: it doesn't, it's always just a slump. Like, I'll I'll come out of it. Do do you ever, have you noticed any, like, cyclical trends? Like, do you notice that you have, like, um, cycles of horniness that maybe correlate with your menstrual cycle? See, my menstrual cycle is all fucked up right now. So I have no idea.
0: Fun! So that's another whole issue with me. Right. Which is uh, what I want to get looked at because I do
1: think something is going on there right. hormonally. Because that's and 100% what could affect it as well, right? Like, dip in testosterone is going to make you less horny. And also
0: the fact that, like, the weight is not going down at all. I'm not even eating that much on a day-to-day basis, and the weight isn't going down. So I don't know. It's it's all going back you to the fact part? that I am, yeah. But I, I was on antibiotics. i fucked it up for oh, a month. Oh, okay. But I, like, I, then I didn't get a period for a month. And then the other day... I had, like, weird spotting for a day and then it went away. And I'm like, I don't know. Was that a period or was it spot? I don't know. Weird. My body's all out of whack. And really, truly, like, one thing I do want to say, like, if you are someone going through something strange, like, I'm not taking my own advice, obviously, because I haven't seen a doctor yet. But, like, fucking look into it because there could be a reason. There could be an underlying reason behind it. Like, if you're getting weird weight gains things that you just don't think... Are right, and I know that sometimes we can get into denial a bit. Oh yeah, about our lifestyle and stuff like that.
1: But I, oh, I tell myself admit- that all the time. I'm like, I don't eat that bad. What the fuck do you mean? Costas like, Frankie, you like literally ate a cheeseburger like three times this week.
0: But like, if you are if you are doing everything you can and you're not like go and get it checked out and like stand your fucking ground because I know that like a lot of women will go and not be taken seriously and and doctors won't pursue their issues yeah. and all this and like that's a whole other fucked up thing <laughs> and listen I gotta take my own advice cause I gotta get it looked at but yeah no it's it's hormonally I don't think something is right there
1: that's understandable that can definitely um, cause major um, issues valleys when it comes to um, any kind of like sexual but even, like, or- but even horniness like I'm
0: always horny it's just sometimes I'm sad and horny
1: well see that's the thing is i find sometimes like i'm still horny like i still want it like your girl wants to fucking come but sometimes like if like the depression gets too real then like i just don't have the energy like my body doesn't want to build towards the orgasm itself like i can put the toy on my clit and yeah it feels amazing and i'm having a good time but like sometimes it doesn't have the energy to build towards achieving orgasm exactly because it's not you're not you're not there mentally, maybe. Yeah. And like
0: that's like that's a whole other thing is, yeah. is mentally being there. There was a time, and I think I talked to you about this a while ago off mic, maybe, but there was a time in my life that I would okay, this is weird. We're at the hour point. But I would like I was like in a depression and I would still have a sex drive, so I would watch porn and masturbate, but I would cry instantly afterwards. Interesting. Cry ball. Interesting. And like listen, like I'm a self-deprecating person. I make jokes. That's definitely joke-worthy as well. Oh, you cried. But it was real fucked up for some time. Like it was like I would have this plateau of like pleasure and then it would just go and drop right down. Yeah. And I would cry and i i talked and i i've never been in therapy long term so i don't fucking know what's going on there but like i always talked it up to like oh like i'm lonely and like i get jealous of the people in the porn and i want to experience sex with a connection with a person and like i always talked it up to that but like it was like i couldn't help it like i would just cry and i don't so much get it anymore but it's 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 why I'm on a wait list for a specific therapist because I want to see a sex therapist. Interesting. Because I, I truly think, like, there's something going on mentally. Yeah. Well, i mean like yeah like if you're up.
1: experiencing any kind of like sexual confusion it's definitely worth talking to an expert in the first place yeah. just because like i mean if you're confused i mean you don't yeah. always know why and google reddit whatever not, oh, don't not helpful don't rely on that that will always not be good like, first of all i leave snarky comments <laughs> all over our sex advice so like don't do you even really go- i can totally tell
0: it you would
1: you would totally do that I love it. you. Put people in their place. Yeah, I once. I, love that. I once told a guy that there was nothing gay about a prostate orgasm. Uh, I once told a guy that he was a fucking idiot for asking how he could get his girlfriend to stop squirting. I love it. Uh, I've given lots of beginner anal tips. I could see you as like a sex, like, YouTuber. Sex advice YouTuber. It's, it's something I have thought about getting into. You I should. may or may not be getting involved in some sort of like sexual education kind of oh workshop my god, at Dow. You but I'm not 100% sure. Oh about. my god, that's amazing! Um, It's like a. F- friend of a friend does a thing and yeah um, but
0: uh, I think you'd be so good at it because I mean that's one thing about you that I really appreciate is like just
1: that you you say it like it fucking is I'm very candid when yes. it comes to sex and I'm very to the point like I don't dance around it like I'm yeah. honest I'm open and I'm unapologetic when it comes to talking about sex Because you know your shit. I I do. And and you do it for a
0: living. Mm -hmm. And yeah,
1: I love that. I mean, I I don't have sex for a living. No! I I mean, if Casa wants to start paying me, (laughs) he's more than welcome. Um, You work at a. (laughs) I sell sex toys and sex toy accessories.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. But that's like an aspect of confidence, too, that. I think women struggle struggle with is actually like standing your ground, like saying something with conviction, and not backing down from that. Because so often we are
1: we are put into like the apologizing that no, oh, like even like, something as simple um, as like telling your partner what you fucking like. Yeah, yeah. If like. I personally consider fake orgasms to be a disservice to this entire nation and any partner you've ever been with like if he's if you're if any partner he or she they whatever if any partner is not doing the trick for you Tell them. Tell them what you do like. Guide them. Be nice about it. Be gentle. Don't be like, hey, that doesn't work. Like, (laughs) but like having, being able to open an honest dialogue about not just sex, but like your own personal pleasure and. Like not only is that going to result in a good orgasm for you because you're going to be comfortable enough to ask for what you want, but it opens up an idea where you're like, okay, no, my pleasure is important. Mm -hmm. I deserve to feel pleasure. Yeah. Step one to self-love.
0: So that's (laughs) a huge, like that ding ding right there is that you deserve pleasure and you deserve respect that's something that like i still fucking struggle with never i still let struggle anyone with that
1: make you feel like your pleasure does not matter yeah if they make like there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there and tons of them have really great genitals <laughs> yeah so like <laughs> never be with somebody that undervalues your personal pleasure
0: yeah oh my gosh that's a huge thing because i think us as women fall into that
1: oh my gosh no yeah we're expected to just fake it we're expected to just be like breathing flashlights, and then like and that's the thing is because women aren't supposed to like sex we're not supposed to like getting on top we're not supposed to like doing the work we are basically just there to make our men happy like we're not supposed to experience pleasure yeah you know you fucking don't go ringing the devil's doorbell or anything like that but yeah like it's being able to say like no um I'm 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 gonna come yeah. <laughs> I deserve to come. And that's something that like, I,
0: I find tricky in casual sex cuz you might not have that like comfort level with the person that you see, would I with I see I see it as the other way
1: around like I don't give a fuck about you so <laughs> you're, like I'm going to tell you what I like if you don't call me tomorrow I'll find someone else I love that
0: then that's actually like like that's a very There's good There's tons point. of good
1: dicks out there, Sarah. I know. You deserve to find it's like Cinderella. <sighs> oh
0: no, I know. well for me it's 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 I I feel like when I'm on the track of like okay this orgasm might not happen I too often go to the well, I'll just give up.
1: That's, yeah.
0: I'll too often go there, and I'll, and I'll stay to the guy. And that's just a mental like, hurdle. And I'll just be like, oh, it's not going to happen for me tonight, so let's, like, finish this up kind of thing. Yeah. Rather than, because I, I think with me, with the casual sex, it always feels like there's a time constraint.
1: Right. So I feel
0: like they're not giving me the time for me to be like, oh, mm. well,
1: let's try something no, else. they got time. Yeah, they got or time. they should. No, no, they they got time.
0: <laughs> they should have fucking time. Ugh. Ugh. I just got an Instagram DM. Gross from a, gu- uh, a guy who definitely has a wife. Oh yikes! And uh, ins- guys on Instagram, um, stop reaching out to random girls and just. Uh, <laughs>
1: I would like to formally be like, can all of the dudes that were rude to me in high school stop talking to me now that I'm hot? You literally called me an emo faggot. I don't oh want to talk to you guys. Oh, that is,
0: that's, that's brutal.
1: Yeah. High school, whatever. Do you, do you get creeps in your DMs? The worst part is most of them are from, like, Alberta. but Or, like, from the valley. Like, they're not even here. Yeah, those are the two places I went to high school is Alberta and the valley. So, like, I don't know any of you. I haven't spoken to any of you in at least five plus years. Oh, like, my God. Do you ever get randoms? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I have been uh, propositioned for sex work, like, two to three times in the last week. Why? Um, what the fuck? I mean, like... Is it because you... Depends on what they want and how much they're paying, I guess. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> is it because you... Oh, because I think that there's also this thing with, like, women who are, like, open, like, openly talking about sex. Dudes assume that they're, like, open for business.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, even if I was a sex worker, even if something as simple as a cam girl, that probably wouldn't be anywhere on my personal profile. Like, no, yeah, yeah. You know, like... I've expressed interest um, in doing sex work um, mm. probably not camming or like the typical sex work probably just like very very mild stuff even if I did but right. uh, maybe yeah, porn yeah. I'd do porn I feel like
0: everyone's <laughs> thought about it at some point I'd love to
1: do porn I just don't want the webcam situation it's not for me I don't own enough string lights yes I do <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, like cam girl set up 101. Yeah, yeah. Your webcam, um, your I mean, light. like, no disrespect. I know lots of sex workers, and I respect their hustle so much more than anything else because I uh, just i am tickled by the notion of, you know, using said sexuality to hustle men out of their money. And that tickles me, and I love it
0: yeah there's something about that that's uh, like i almost want to say empowering it's
1: maliciously empowering and i fucking deserve it so i'm here for it yeah ding ding i Um, mean hey like
0: if if i had i don't even i almost use the word guts but it's not even really that i just i don't think i'm comfortable enough to, to do something like that but i'm like i fucking respect it get the money! Oh yeah, no, like Just not, do it,
1: do it, make sure you're safe, obviously That's, yeah, that's the set boundaries uh-huh. and, like, that's the thing is, uh, I entertained all of these conversations. Did you really? Then. Um, one of them, he just sent me a message straight into my DMs that just said, uh, hey, what's up? I can send the money tonight, like, just dollar signs money. Um, and I just wrote, like Exc- excuse me? <laughs> like, pardon? Who are you? What? And then he just wrote, oh, sorry uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm a sugar daddy, by the way, and I was like, "Okay, uh, this is a really, really bad way to start a transaction, there, bud." And he yeah. was just like, "Sorry, I'm still learning."
0: <laughs> See, that's a whole like whole area that I'm like man like that is fascinating to me but like I would have to learn all about all the different aspects and etiquette associated with that yeah no that's the thing I is
1: like I entertain I the conversation and I see how they approach it and if I don't like the way they approach it like I mean I'm probably yeah. not going to do anything for these guys anyway but I mean like again depends what it is like if you want a freaking picture of my feet buddy I'll send it to you oh gosh pictures I have no issue with pictures yeah like yeah nothing. I think this specific guy wanted um, like I think some like solo videos I think like Facebooking some like blowing my toys or something along those lines. I don't even know. Oh, really? I didn't ask him for too many details. I was just like, Oh, buddy, I I don't I don't do that. I was just like, <laughs> What do you I was like, what do you want to send me money for? <laughs> like Oh my gosh. Like, do you just want a sugar baby? I can get down with that. That is absolutely fascinating and i gotta say like i've been at broke
0: times in my life where i'm like it'd be really hard for me to turn that down if it was if it was a significant
1: amount of money it would be hard for me to turn that down i feel like it would not need to be like if it's something even if it's like feet i'd be like oh yeah buddy you got it oh yeah coming your way that's fucking nothing but
0: then there's like these like sites that do too like seeking arrangements right yeah is the
1: sugar daddy site yeah
0: i was texting with someone from seeking arrangements for a while actually nice and like it just got weird because he was very vague in what he wanted, and that was my first red flag. I was like, yeah. if you can't tell me explicitly, like, what, like... Yeah, you're looking to get. Because, like, if it's a situation where I go to dinner with you and then you expect me to have sex with you, like, that's not that's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I would not want to bang. If it's company and Girlfriend
1: companionship... Experience.
0: Yeah, I would consider. That's, that's like a, that's it? a method of
1: sex work where basically all you do is text somebody and act like you're their girlfriend. So all you do is oh like, God. hey honey, how was work? Hope you had oh a good Oh my God, day. I want that right now, just even like, without the money. Right?
0: <laughs> 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 I want to text uh, with someone about my day. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's
1: hilarious to me that like three times the last week I've been propositioned for sex work and unfortunately none of them were anything I'd go for. Oh my God. Rude. Well, it might still happen. If anyone wants feet pics, you know what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) You're really stuck on the feet thing. I don't know. It's the
1: the least invasive, I find. Yeah, no, that's really. Also, I got size fives, y'all. They're tiny and cute. Ooh, tiny and cute I wear little boy's Converse, half price. Oh, man. (laughs) But yeah, but
0: but going back to the confidence side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... Because I find sex work fascinating too. That could be a whole episode on. I really well. That's the thing is, they have to have a certain
1: level of confidence, right? Like, oh, I can only um, imagine. I know a girl. I'll give you her name when we're done. Really? Um, I would love. to I don't know if she would be into it, but I know a girl that would be perfect if she was into it. Oh I'll my give God. you her name when we're done here. Amazing. Um, um what
0: was I going to say?
1: But yeah, so like mentally getting yourself
0: to an area. Like, is there anything that you do daily? To keep yourself in a, and I mean, like we're not all 100 confident, but like you know, a, a generally confident mind frame. Like I did this thing recently where I wrote
1: down affirmations. That's something I've always wanted to do. I keep one in the back of my phone. I think it says something silly like "I am enough" or I don't even know. Like, oh really? Yeah, I am confident in myself is what it says. But like, I can't, I can't let my brain get behind it. Really, I can't justify it. I'm like, cool. I wrote it down. Sure means a lot. Yeah, no, I know.
0: It's it's very strange and weird.
1: I just find what I did was, like, I wrote down specifics.
0: Right. Like, whenever I'm feeling, because I always go to, if I ever get rejected or um, feel like someone's not attracted to me or something, I, I so often go to the, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I need to be skinnier. I need to change this about me. I need to, like, I, I just, I'm so prone To just picking myself apart relentlessly. Yeah. And also, like, if I see that that person is with another woman, I'm, like, comparing myself
1: relentlessly to her. I think comparison is the most toxic thing you can do to yourself. So true. One small thing, and it's incredibly specific to me and I guess anybody else that may or may not be sexually attracted to women in the slightest, but one thing I started telling myself was, like, if I saw a girl with my own body type, I'd still want to bang her. Oh, hey! Yeah, that's a good (laughs) way to look at it. Or, like, like even, you know, body types that I would consider, like, worse for me only. Yeah. I'm like, I'd probably still bang her, too. Yeah no 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 that's that's actually it's it's kind of like you're seeing yourself that from was, a bird's eye view and that was kind of that was one thing that i started telling myself so like kind of an affirmation just literally buffalo bill style i'd fuck oh me my God, i'd I fuck lo- me hard that's really interesting
0: yeah i kind of like that idea too just like mm, yeah I'd, i i'd be a attra- try like i'm i mean i think i'm bi-curious would be the word that's fair, I, that's I don't fair. really know I,
1: I only came out within like the last year Oh good! Ding, 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 ding. It was kind of just like, what do you mean? All straight girls don't want to. Eat does horses? that make it <laughs> just, like, out of curiosity, though? Like, does that
0: make it um easier to not compare
1: yourself to other women because you're like attracted to them and you can appreciate? I all, find maybe, yeah, like maybe, like I don't know if that if I would have even come to that mindset if I wasn't attracted to women. Interesting. Like, and that's exactly it. Like, I can, you know, like. Look at my own body type. And I literally know that if I saw it on another girl, like, you know, provided that I was attracted to the rest of her. Right. You know, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. And, like, that also puts it into perspective. Like, okay, so that's why my boyfriend of three years is still attracted to me. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of those things. So, like, it. I don't know if I would have uh, still been able to use that. Yeah. If I was, like, back, like, 100% hetero. Right. because, like, that's the thing. is well, I, I never, I, even though I'm only quote-unquote out this past year, I never questioned that I was, like, attracted to women. Yeah, I was no, just like, you mean 100%. all girls don't think other girls are hot? Like, because, oh, you know, that's yeah. what girl culture is. We tell you, like, oh, my God, you're so pretty! You're pretty! Now you're pretty! Yeah.
0: Well, and two, it's like, I'm not, I know that I'm not bi, but, like the vast majority of porn yeah. I watch is lesbian porn yes
1: and it, that's kind of majority. how it started and that's what made me question myself but then I was just like no I, I would have sex with women so that's fair like, it, <laughs> See me, I was I'm just like, like what do you mean it's, it's, it's not gay I swear see me I'm like oh I'd, I'd make out and see what happens like that's me I'm yeah like, I, don't know I feel someone's... like my biggest issue too though is just like I mean like bisexuality is so gate kept in the first place so, so I 100% like even as a teenager growing up and all of that I just never considered myself gay enough to pull the bi card Oh,
0: gosh. So, yeah. like, yeah, no, it
1: was only within the last year. I was just like, hello, world, I am bisexual, I'm gay enough for you, and you don't need to question that. Fuck yes. Yeah. Everyone should do that, yeah, but that's a tough thing to... But yeah, but, like, even, line. like, even talking to people that I've been friends with for years that are gay, I was just like, oh, yeah, I came out this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And they're absolutely. like, you didn't realize you were gay, and I'm like, me neither,
0: friend. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think some people...
1: They might not think that that's necessary for them to yeah. just come out. Well, yeah, and that, I never really did either. But yeah. it was it was admitting it to myself is what I consider Yes. Coach. Oh, but that's
0: that's yeah. most of what it is. Yeah. It's yeah embracing who you are, and I think too. Like the thing is with 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 straight women comparing themselves to other women, it's so much so for the guy's benefit. Uh-huh. In other words, it's like I'm jealous of her because she gets the guy, or because that's she gets what he the wants. guy that I want, like the yeah. guy that I want. Likes her. Yeah. So, and I don't look like her. So uh, that makes me not good enough. Yeah. He
1: wants her body or he wants her hair color or he wants her whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is tricky and it's tricky too. Which is like
1: maybe you, maybe he sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe like, yeah, exactly.
0: And attraction is is also tricky because that's the weird
1: thing is no matter who you are or what you look like, someone out there is into that shit. Someone out there is into that shit. And unfortunately, You need to find the
0: person that is into you that you're also into. That's the tricky part. Which is the tricky part because for me, like a lot of the vast majority of the guys that are actually attracted to me, I am not attracted to. So, like, when people come at me with the you could fuck anyone or you could be with anyone, I'm like, "Mm, no, because the guys that are attracted to me, I'm not attracted to. Well, yeah. You know, like.
1: Expected to (laughs) compromise for the sake of getting laid.
0: Yeah. No, exactly. But I think that people.
1: They almost expect you to?
0: Yeah. When you've been single for seven years, and, like, they've been putting up with your singledom for seven years, right. I think there's an aspect to talking to someone who's been single that long where you're just like, just fucking go fuck someone. Like, like there's a, there's this weird thing. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of stupid, and I don't think people should be doing it.
1: No, well... I mean, to have opinions about someone else's sex life in the first place like, is I, like really inappropriate. But like I've seen
0: women well, yeah, and that's true too, but I've seen women from afar and I don't I don't actually do it, but I've thought it. I've seen women from afar where I'm like, you could seriously do so much better. And I understand that attraction is so like there's so many nuances to attraction. Yeah, very subjective. In other words, like you could look at a girl and go, She deserves better than that guy she's fucking... But maybe she's wildly attracted to him. Yeah. Like, attraction is so fucking...
1: It reminds Crazy. me. It reminds me of the episode of Sex in the City. Ooh, which one? When, when 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 Charlotte fucks Harry for the first time, and she's like, "I am not attracted to this like bald, sweaty man at all." But it was the best sex of my entire life.
0: But she just didn't know she was attracted to him. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Because like, like, in her she's head, just, she's like, "This is not the type I normally yeah. go for." She's
1: like, yeah, and then she was just like, "No, this is exactly what I want." <clears throat> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's
0: it's it's tricky it's tough um but i think like yeah i think i think people just gotta embrace like like i personally found writing down the affirmations to be helpful because if i ever got like nitpicky at myself i'll just like open up the notes section and read them like okay remember look at all these awesome things about yourself like yes focus, I feel like you're
1: more disciplined with focus it.
0: on these yeah I, I it's becoming a habit now
1: yeah see I can't discipline myself with it like I just don't I don't buy it
0: oh interesting like yeah. I'm like
1: I basically say to myself like I ain't buying what you're selling honey well d-
0: is there anything about you that you know you're like I am this like I am that
1: like because you gotta ha- like yeah like have I'm those. I'm funny as shit so write down I'm funny as shit yeah um, like I've tried this. Time. I just. That's the thing is I just can't put enough merit into myself. Right. So like yeah. I don't know. I've, it been, is I've been sitting on and off with it. Like I have tried affirmations before. Um, I haven't necessarily gotten any pay, like payoff from it. It's but, like meditation
0: for me. People, but that's exactly. People keep talking it. about
1: meditation. And I'm like,
0: mm, I'm just bored for the 20 minutes that I try <laughs> yeah. to. <do> <laughs> like, what am I gonna do? But I do think that um confidence. A huge part of confidence is actually self-care and giving yourself that self-care. Yeah. Because I think so often we can get, we can overrun ourselves uh, and we forget like we're not sleeping, we're not eating right, we're not taking the time to like
1: spend time with ourselves. Yeah.
0: And I think that that's, like, a, that's a huge factor in, like, when I'm
1: feeling not confidence because I forget to do those things. I think what's also, like, it can perpetuate a really toxic circle because I find that when my burnout factor is increasing, say I've been, like, working a whole lot or yeah. just have various life stressors getting at me, the minute I have a day off or some free time, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, no, I know. Nothing. Like, And, yeah. that's, and that includes, like, I don't want to shower. I don't want to take care of myself. If I have a couple of days off in a row. I'm probably going to forget to brush my teeth. I'm probably not yeah. going to clean up after myself as much like if i have a day off i'm so overrun and so burnt out that i don't want to do the things that i maybe need to take care of myself to like put that level of self-care into it because i just want to fucking rest
0: yeah You you go in you go into crash mode yeah
1: and like sometimes I'll go into it and I'll be like no tomorrow I've got the day off I'm gonna do face masks I'm gonna dye my hair maybe shave my legs if I'm feeling ambitious (laughs) like and that's and then I'm gonna run the dishwasher (laughs) I'm gonna like do the cleaning and I'm gonna have a clean apartment a clear mind everything's gonna be great and then I pour the coffee and I'm sitting down and then I'm on my phone looking at Reddit for two hours and then I'm like well it's time to go masturbate and then I can do that and then I take a Nah.
0: But again, like I think, I think we're putting too much pressure on ourselves. Because, like, even if you did one of the things that you wanted to yes. do, I think you should be be proud that you did that. Yeah. Like, I think far too often we overwhelm ourselves with these to-do lists. And like they're just they're so girl boss long. culture. Yeah.
1: Girl, girl boss culture is girl so boss real. Cu-
0: oh my god, yes. That's it's like no, you gotta really be hustling point.
1: twenty-four fucking seven if you're not collaborating with somebody or making meetings with people or like engaging with your followers or like uh-huh. and I'm like not an influencer or anything like that. but like you brought a podcast. Like you have to do I all of that it, social media management. I
0: feel it hardcore. Hardcore feel it. And you get so you feel so guilty if you slack or you forget to post that clip or you forget like like when you get used to doing something on a weekly basis like i've been doing this for like 116 episodes so like it's it's insane like and it's something i'm so proud of and it's something that has brought me confidence and yet but at the same time maintaining it it's so easy to just get so fucking overwhelmed with it all um and then like and then you blame yourself and it's like no like remember and i like this is what i'll say to anyone in that situation depending on what it is if it's for your job and you're getting paid for it that's a little different but if it is like a side hustle situation or like a passion project like do just do your best but take care of you because if you're creating content you gotta be in the right yeah like (laughs) mind frame to actually make that content otherwise it's really gonna show that you're fucking exhausted and need a break yeah so like do it to a point that like it's you know you're maintaining a routine but like don't overwhelm don't don't make lofty two goals that are too lofty that you can't achieve well and don't feel bad on bailing on
1: things either exactly like like, even if it's something as simple as like just a plan to go for coffee or something if you're not mentally having it that day like yeah take that moment to be like you know what no i deserve that this moment and like you don't need to feel guilty for that no yeah turn down meanings if you
0: a, anti-girl boss culture <laughs> <laughs> well whatever that would Pearl be sloth culture Girl, oh my god <laughs> i was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about the seven deadly sins and how like everyone is one of them yeah or like everyone identify. and i think I, mine might be sloth <laughs> that's fair because yeah it's it, i love
1: problem. i love doing nothing Yeah. It's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's exactly It It is like workaholic culture in general has like, you know, I will bust my ass for every single minute that I'm at my job to the point where the minute I get home, I just want to turn off. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like that's not even necessarily fair to my friendships and my relationships. And I allow myself to get guilty over that. Yeah. Sometimes I should.
0: Yeah. Sometimes
1: I am just a bump on a log. Sometimes I definitely don't need to be sitting at home. Like, especially whereas, you know, I do live with my boyfriend, so he's, like, cleaning a lot more often than I am. When he probably works a lot more than I do. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like he is able to go on autopilot for his job, whereas I'm constantly on. So like my I consider my job to be more mentally taxing, whereas his is much, much more physically taxing. Right. Oh, yeah. So when he comes home, he still has time to kind of devote to things and he has interests and hobbies and all of these things, whereas like I literally just go home and play The Sims every day. No but like that's <laughs> but that's what you gotta do to recharge. Yeah. And like it's a mixture of Not letting myself feel guilty for taking the time that I do require, but also, like, needing to remind myself that I don't need to take every day off. I have to do nothing. Exactly.
0: And don't distract yourself with, like, a side hustle is one thing that I will say. Because if you're going through something mentally, it can be so easy to throw yourself into, some like, a project yeah, and just, like, burn yourself out on the project when really, like, all these other aspects of your life are falling apart. Like, that's a huge...
1: Find Huge like find thing. like an other another outlet to yes. at least make yourself get that level of fulfillment. Yes, hundred percent. Because yeah, the burnout factor is burnout way too is real. so
0: fucking real. Oh my god! Like I <laughs> there, was, there was time recently where I actually
1: slept for eight hours and I was like,
0: oh my god,
1: I need to do this more. <laughs> That's the one luxury in the whole world I'll give myself. Your girl goes to bed at like ten p.m. every day. Really? Oh my god! I'm like ninety. Yeah. Do you, do you like, do you wake up early? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like super, super early? So you're uh, a morning,
1: morning person? I am. I never thought I would say those words. Um, But yeah, <laughs> I like to wake up with the sun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. The, that's the funny thing, too, is like on a day that I work, like, and the thing is the store opens at like 10 o'clock, so I don't even like start my work. Like my shifts start at 10, which is pretty like most people's days start, you know, at 7, 8, 9. Right. So 10 o'clock isn't really that early, but like my alarm will have to go off at 8, and I will hate that. And I'll be like, I'm so sleepy. I wish I could sleep in. Say I've got the day off. 7.30, I'm awake, ready to make coffee, ready to start oh, my day. Wow. What is up, world? Hello, Holy sunshine. Shit. We are the opposite.
0: We are the opposite.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's horrible. I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning today and could not get back to sleep. I don't understand you I think I you there people. until like 10, and then I went back to sleep around like 11. Don't understand you people. And then I napped from 11 until 1. It was very good. I did want to ask you about working. We'll wrap it up here soon. Yeah. But-
0: I did want to ask you about working at a sex shop that sells lingerie. I bet that you see firsthand women going in to try things on or, like, trying different things. And, like, do you notice... The psychological warfare going on when women are buying
1: absolutely lingerie. Absolutely. And how do you deal with that? Um, I go out of my way to make um lingerie customers in particular. I mean, obviously all my customers, uh, but in this case, lingerie customers feel really, really comfortable. Um, especially you know, like we do accept like every single walk of life. Like, yeah. Especially when it comes to sexualities or gender identities. Mm-hmm. So, like, pride you month. Know, yeah. Well, not here in Halifax, but oh, still. I, g- generally speaking, universally. It's pride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like, so obviously, like, if a grown-ass man wants to walk into my store and try on bustiers, like, it's my job to make him feel comfortable to be able to do that. Right. Um, but I 10 out of 10 have seen it in every single aspect. Um, one, like, I think the, the biggest example that comes to mind is I had a woman once come into my store, and this is actually, like, a toy story as well as a lingerie story. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. But she told me... Um. For all intents and purposes, there's like I just for context of the story, she is what society would describe as unfortunate in appearance. Okay, okay. just that's the nicest way I can word it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't like to pass those kind yeah. of judgments. Not but. the conventional. Exactly. Of, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, she came into the store and she was. You could tell right away she was really uncomfortable, really embarrassed to be there, kind of those right. situations. And she said to me, she was like, "Listen, I'm 47 years old. I've never had a boyfriend. I've never had a relationship. Like, so obviously, I've never had a sexual relationship of any." kind um she was like you know i kind of just hello kitty Uh, (laughs) are you you're allergic aren't you a little bit but one is fine okay cool um but yeah i was kind of just like you know after all this time, I figured it was about time I came and tried to get something for myself. Okay. So I helped this woman pick out her very first vibrator. Oh my god. That must be that must feel good. Yeah. Um I helped her pick out her very first vibrator. I got her all brushed up on the lubes, toy cleaners, all the information, batteries, sent her home with basically the whole package. And you're of everything so fucking she needed. good at that. I, I try you're really so hard. Good I at take that. a lot of pride in that. You really are. Um, but when the topic came up of plus size lingerie, Right. She even just asked if it was even a thing, like if it even existed. Oh, God. And then when I showed her, like, and we had a much smaller selection than we do now even, but still quite a lot um, for what is available, especially, like, wholesale and all of that good stuff. Um, like, when she saw the variety of the selection that we did have, like, I've never felt so rewarded in my life. Uh... Because for the very first time in this entire woman's 47 years on Earth, she considered the option that she might be sexy oh that's wow yeah yeah yeah.
0: and like i wanted
1: to cry like i could cry right now but you showed her things that would be flattering for her like like she didn't really want to dive too far into that because it was her first step she ended up buying some panties yeah like i think they were like they were like really like soft silky ones i think they had like a lace trim they were kind of like a shortcut yeah and she didn't end up wanting to try anything on but when she even just saw that we had it like she she just, felt included yes that's yeah, exactly that. it and yeah she ended up buying some like nice soft panties like the yeah. big thing was that I. what's the point of buying lingerie if no one's going to see it well I mean yeah and, and that's that, I know that, that that comes up all the time we're wearing that right now exactly yeah but that's
0: like and that's exactly what I told her that's like an attitude so many people have
1: yeah and that's exactly what I told her I was like wear it for you sit around in it a lot of it is comfortable like what you're wearing it is the softest jersey it's so like comfy. it is so comfortable that one's my favorite one to just like lounge around in like that was so sleepable as well oh yeah I would totally sleep in less you know and it was just the notion that you know that something sexy was going to fit and that something sexy was made to you know flatter her body and you know accentuate all the places that she can like should feel good about and like just a really big inclusivity moment of realizing that she wasn't discounted from being or feeling sexy just because she wasn't what society's typical typical standard of what is perfect. Oh my- like, so and I literally like, and she, after the transaction was over, she's standing at the cash and like, you could tell she was about to cry Aww. and she was just like, I just wanted to thank you. You made this so easy for me. I was so uncomfortable when I walked through the door. I was beat red. I did not want to be here. I wanted to turn right around and walk out, so but you made courage. this so easy for me. That's so sweet. And like, yeah, that is my number one. Like that must make it all worth it. Oh my gosh. Anytime anybody has anything to say about my job, I think about that moment because it was so rewarding. Cause you must
0: put up with some other shit oh, on and I do and Like it's the, not as often yeah you
1: honestly think like my job does not put me at risk for like harassment or creeps near as right. often as you would think so most of my customers kind of keep to themselves yeah. or you know we're just here to do what they're here to do but yeah. like those moments like are so special to me yeah yeah and like it's gonna stick out in my brain forever like I'm never gonna forget that woman
0: yeah and I think that that's like that's what, like if you are if you want to feel that way go and ask for that like it's it takes some courage but like go do it Because, like, I know with me, like, with, like, kind of, like, this weight gain, like, I went through a process of, like, throwing out my old hoey dresses that no longer fit me. Mm -hmm. And instead of looking at them and going, like, oh, like, I suck. I can't fit into that anymore. I instead went, like, well, Sarah, do you want to stuff yourself into those and feel uncomfortable all night? Or do you want to go buy something that fits you? Yeah. That flatters you now? Because you can. Yeah. It does exist. People can help you find it. Yeah. That's what people's jobs are. If you go to, like, a lingerie shop or, like, even just a clothing shop, they are trained to help you find something that is slaughtering on you. Yeah. And, yeah. like, so go do it. Like, it's so important. It it, it does suck getting there. I Because I, even throwing out those dresses, I was like, this is, like, a chapter closing. Yeah. Like, no longer can I wear what I used to, like, when we talk about our prime or, like, our height. I think of, like, you know four or five years ago when i was like wearing bodycon dresses all the time i can't do that anymore i'm not doing that anymore so it's sad in a way
1: but i can find
0: something else it just takes and it doesn't necessarily mean that you
1: can't it's just like currently yeah yeah, it's well even at all it's just like if you're not comfortable with it that's just it that's yeah yeah. Yeah. it's you know you could still put it on and even you could still probably look amazing to anybody else yeah but yeah. if you don't feel great when you look in the mirror, that it doesn't and matter what anyone else thinks. Ding, ding. And that's exactly what it
0: is. Because like if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, number one, it's okay to not like what you see. Because I think, I think far too often if you aren't overweight, you might be made to feel bad about not liking how you look. But it's a fucking human thing. Yeah. Like it's such a human emotion.
1: Everyone experiences it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like my boyfriend Everyone. can tell me eighty times a day that he thinks it's sexy and all the things. Yeah. You know, like the he's supposed to say to butter me up and make me look and feel good. But like, if I'm not, then like, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you are enjoying the view, but I'm not. And there's so many reasons why you might not be. Yeah, exactly. So and there's reasons. so many reasons why
0: he is. Exactly. Yeah. It's so it's so crazy. But like at the end of the day, like. And I've mentioned this quote on the podcast many times, but, like, there's this, like, Dita Von Teese quote that's, like, essentially just, like, you can't dictate to a woman what she should do to make herself feel sexy. And I live by that because when fucking guys get at me about, like, wearing makeup or... The amount of glam I do, the amount of glam I do, I'm just like you know, like you're not for me anyway. Because whoever wants to be with me is just gonna have to understand that like I'm gonna do certain things because that's what I need to do to make myself feel like my best self. Yeah, and like some girls can roll out of bed, put mascara on, and go, but it's just it's just not me. And you know, maybe I'll get there. You know, I think I'm taking steps to get there. And that's another thing that I will say. Like, if there is an aspect of your life that you want to target and work on, fucking do it. Like, if you want to try to lose weight, put your mind to it and do it. For me, it was skin. I, I, I wanted to tackle my skin issues. So I stopped spending money on makeup and I started researching skincare. And, yeah, like, I want to get to a point where, like, I don't have to wear foundation every day.
1: I did stop wearing foundation actually for that exact reason, and I bet you that's empowering as fuck. It, it has been um, foundation and bras were my two things that mixed <laughs> this oh my year. God, yeah, we need to talk about the bra thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, But, yeah. Just while we're like still on foundation, like I am not even that well versed in skincare. I do not take my makeup off before I go to sleep Ooh, every night. Frankie, that's gonna catch up to you later in life. Uh, right now, you might but I'm be I'm not okay. wearing makeup anymore, so it's okay. <laughs> there you go. It's just it's it's yesterday's yeah. winged eyeliner is today's smoky eye. It's fine. Yes. Um, but like I. I'm just super lazy and like 98% of the time I'm just stoned as fuck and I'm already in bed and like. There you go. <laughs> but you beautiful skin. Thank you. Um, the yeah. biggest thing was I missed my freckles. I'm actually really happy about them and I got bored of covering them and I am also got bored of being too pale for the lightest skin tone of every foundation ever. But Mine. I knew that like As much as I really love a good primer and I love a really good, like, moisturizer and, like, all of those things, even though I don't know too much about actually taking care of my skin just yet. Uh, Like, I do have a really nice cleanser that I like and I like the way it makes my skin feel. Like, I was just like, okay, well, I know that putting all of this, like, you know, goop on my face is just going to continue to clog the pore, especially if I don't (laughs) clean it up at the end of the night. Uh So I just straight up stopped. I do use every once in a while a primer. Yeah. um i go back and forth between primers and moisturizers depending on like you know if i have some like maybe a little bit that i want to blur yeah or like maybe a little bit of color correcting right. that sort of thing um but but that's but so i do use a cool. translucent powder sometimes because yeah. well, the overall skin tone and the oils yeah yeah and the oils um but other than that see, that's I'm where i want not be. anything else on my face
0: you're where i want to be like People don't blame me when I say that, but it's true.
1: Oh, and yeah, no, get, don't get me wrong. Every <laughs> once in a while, I'll get this huge fucking pimple on my face. And, like, sometimes I will conceal yeah. it, depending yeah. oh, depending yeah. on how big it is or, you know, like, how much scar tissue is going on, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, like, you know, I still get my breakouts. I still get bad skin. I still spend hours in front of the mirror dissecting every pore. I am oh my so gosh. disgustingly compulsive. Same, yeah. Oh, my God. I could be there for hours like I'm also the kind of like I can watch popping videos for like three hours I love those oh yeah I'm I'm that kind of disgusting I Um, I love those so like yeah I'm not kind to my skin at all but I figured if I was going to at least do one thing I would take away like probably the biggest evil yeah, and that's and which you know, is manufactured, you know, like pig fat and whatever else goes in and it's making, making you, foundation. It's making you feel better, right? Eh? Like not it's, having to like it's add a whole that extra lot of step. benefits. Like, yeah, not adding the extra step steps also just like sped up my getting ready routine, which has made me, you know, like be able to sleep in a little bit longer. Um, yeah, or you know, just like take my time to get ready in the morning. You don't feel as rushed, right? Um, but like you know, sometimes I wish like I see people with like perfect skin. Like, I mean, yeah. you look really great right now, and I know that I am very porous. Um, But, like... But, again, makeup. You know what I mean? that's exactly it.
0: So, like, with me, like, my whole confidence goal, um, I mean, like, I have two, but, like, my whole kind of point is, is, like, I don't think we should overwhelm ourselves with changing everything at once. Yeah. In other words, like, I would like to lose the 10 to 15 pounds that I put on. Yeah. But right now, I'm focusing on the skin thing. So, I'm going to tackle that. I'm gonna try to like exercise more, but like I'm trying not to overwhelm myself with too many things to change. Yeah, because I think that 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 just adds a lot of stress. Because then you're for, then you're then you're picking yourself apart for having bad skin and being yeah. Well, and not the thing you know, too, is if like, you're
1: overwhelming yourself with too many things to do, and then the things that you don't do pile up, and then you feel even worse because all the things that you wanted to change about yourself, like you feel like a huge failure. Yeah, and also it's summer now,
0: so like fucking beach body bathing suits are coming out like like it is the prime time that i would want to be more in shape right and yet again i think it goes back to lifestyle things um right now it's really hard for me to compromise on my lifestyle just with what i have going on but what i have going on is making me mentally so happy yeah so it's about finding this weird balance between like I don't know, your mental happiness mixed with, like, your self-esteem, body confidence side, you gotta kind of almost find a weird balance between the two, because I wouldn't want to be, like, I wouldn't want to, like, totally disregard the podcast and, like, be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna, like, work out every day, yeah and, like, I'm gonna drop $500 in skincare, like, it's just not an option for me, I can't do that. Yeah, no. So just, like, do your fucking best, and do little things, um because even with me, like, just sticking to a simple skincare routine I've seen progress in my skin it's not drastic but it's something so like be proud of those little moments because they'll start to add up too and eventually you'll get to a point where you're like fuck yeah look what I
1: did yeah you know like but it is it is overwhelming and I I, so yeah, I've been trying to attack the problem like from the mental point of view. So like yeah. the bra thing, for example. Oh, yes. Let's talk about yeah. the bra thing. So the bra thing, um, I touched for a second earlier on the fact that, um, I, I, my boobs are my biggest insecurity on my whole body, uh, yeah. because again, they used to be much bigger than they are now. Right. And then I, you know, lost some weight. So the skin itself isn't quite as elastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they don't sit as nicely as smaller tits do or more like fuller right. tits would do or would Wow! Wood. <laughs> words are hard, people? It's past my bedtime too. Look, it's friggin' she's past eight thirty. She's, she's drunk. <laughs> um, Wild night, I know, vacation, right? Frankie. Vacation. vacation, Frankie. This is me living. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so like you know, they don't sit where I would like them to, and you know, it's the thing is with fucking bras is it's a dependency. Yeah. You are literally training your boobs to require this apparatus to maintain their own weight. Yeah. Therefore, they're going to sag harder when you don't wear one. Yeah. So, um, it was combined, like, basically I was like, well, if I stop wearing a bra, they're going to have to do the work. My pectoral muscles are going to have to start working harder. My boobs have gotten perkier. Really? Since I've stopped wearing a bra. Oh, my God. I've had people know it. So, because... Like people close to me that I feel comfortable looking at my boobs have told me my boobs look better. Um, straight up, because, like, the muscles themselves are working harder, so they're pulling <gasps> the boob upward. This is like, why
0: you tune into the, uh, the video podcast the mics in the way. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, so like, you know, like whereas they might be like down
1: here. Once you train the muscles to get stronger, they're holding them like more like up here.
0: That's why they say you should wear like when you go to bed at night, uh tighter tank tops uh, apparently, it keeps them per- keeps them perky. Interesting. Like I wear like very tight spaghetti strap
1: Tank tops I wear to bed. To
0: sleep. Oh, really? No. I feel like I need something. Although I I'm do very love a, sweaty. I do love a topless like sleep. No, though. I'm
1: like fully. I'm so sweaty. It's not even real.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like you, you've um, grown to love them. But that's what yeah, they are now. I mean,
1: like I still have my reservations. You know, they're like I wear this like bralette type thing underneath a lot of shirts. Even mm. though it's not technically a bra, it still makes them sit a little bit nicer than if they were free falling. And right. sometimes I use that as a little bit of a security blanket. Um, but Basically, aside from wanting my pectoral muscles to work harder for me, it was kind of like a, a mini protest to my own insecurities. It was just like, no, I'm basically going to normalize my own breasts to me. Oh, see, that
0: ding dang, that is
1: something that huge. I thought was super unsightly, which was just my own natural breasts and the way they hang and the way they sit in my body. Without a bra. Yeah, yeah and that's something that I really didn't like about myself so I was just like why though I love not yeah. wearing a bra because wearing a bra sucks I love the nipple revolution like give me all the pokies yeah like you know I, I'm about that I have a lot of cute shirts and stuff like that I, I don't want to wear a bra with oh my god right now I'm wearing yeah. I'm wearing a fucking strapless like you yeah one oh of those god, boys show
0: my bra <laughs> i I forgot that we were filming this yeah. but it's like strapless and it goes down And yeah. it's, see like mine are bigger so I feel Feel like it's when I don't wear them, it can hurt sometimes. That is is fair. I do get, but I will say what I will say about what you're doing because you've inspired me. Like I would love to get to the point where I can wear more tops, even like this that are backless. Without one, you know, maybe put some pasties on there or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like a do little bit something. of tape.
1: Never heard anybody, but like for me, it's
0: the shape and the way that they look. Because yeah. I will, I love my boobs. I am the opposite of you. Like they're my they're my favorite things about myself. Yeah. Um, but like there are like if I am taking a sexy photo for a guy, I will. This is what I do. I take like a cold can and I like perk them up, like because like, like like they get perkier when they're cold. So like I will do that, and I am like, why though? Like they they're great as they are yeah but it's it's this weird thing of like again media porn all this compiling into like what we think boobs should look like when really like we should really truly learn to love them like I think also, like,
1: big boobs kind of fell off the wayside for a little bit as far as, like, trends go. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of guys, like, not only just, like, the ass revolution, but, like, a lot of guys were equating, like, larger breasts with unfit bodies, which is super-duper unfair. Yeah. And, like, I feel like, I don't know... What like point in time I could pinpoint when it really started, but I feel like I feel like sometime around like 2013, yeah. boobs kind of fell off the wayside. Yeah, nobody really cared about tits anymore. All about that ass. Yeah, yeah. And like, like even my boyfriend, for example, he was completely an ass man, did not give a single fuck about tits until he met me. Really now he's obsessed with them, and it's great. See, I,
0: I love my boobs. My issue is, is like, like I'm like I'm I'm. This is a good way to wrap it up. Like I'm really trying to love my body and get it to a point where I really love it. But my issue is portions like my boobs are slightly too big for my torso and then like I don't really have hips so like so if I were ever to buy a two-piece I would be buying a smaller size in in the
1: bottom never a larger been size the same size you know I've always yeah. had to actually funnily enough there's a piece of lingerie at my store it's a Ooh. cute little two-piece it's like a burgundy velvet it's so cute it's like a high-waisted panty oh, I love it. um yeah it's super adorable uh both me and my manager wanted it um the I tried on the small, because I am typically a small. Um, so I tried on the small, and the bottoms fit absolutely flawlessly, but the top was like just a little bit too small oh, for my that. titties. Oh, and then you Kristen tried it. has a slightly this. bigger butt than me. Like, she's, uh, like, we're very, very similar sizes, but she has a slightly bigger butt. That so is perfect. She tried on both sizes. She was like, yep, I could literally go either way. So we both bought them, and then we just exchanged bottoms.
0: And one thing I will, like, you mentioned high-waisted. That's something for me... That I've been starting to embrace the idea of like the pinup sort of look, high waisted things. Like I never used to think it that was the sexy. Smallest
1: part of you though, it's the best.
0: It is the best, and on it like turns you like me, into an
1: hourglass when you're not. Yes,
0: and like so, I'm actually gonna be leaning more towards stuff like that going forward. Yeah, because I actually feel like way better well, I also when i find wear things like comfortable. like, that.
1: like i like, can't even imagine like taking these shorts and like wearing them like down here like <laughs> right well no, i mean
0: early 2000s that was like jeans. a trend oh my god i had i i mean i'm shocked that you could did not see my pubes back in the day i would wear them so low like you know bernie spears i'm a slave for you yes. like 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 that kind of era yeah i do want to read one comment before we end because caitlin managed to get her comment in Fabulous. So we got to read it before we close with the episode. So we did get... I did post um a status on, on Instagram talking about, like, send me your thoughts on confidence and self-esteem and, like, all that. And our friend Caitlin wrote us. And Caitlin's the reason I know Frankie. So yeah. this is very fitting. So Caitlin said, the biggest confidence-boosting tip I think I've learned is to love your body at every stage, even if you're working towards a goal of, say, being able to fit... Being able to lift fifty pounds, but right now you can only lift five. That's still five more than zero. Very true. Uh, and there's no no reason you can't love the body you're already in instead of waiting for that magic body you've been working towards. Very true. I think we both agree on yeah. that,
1: right? Well, that was that was one of the biggest themes I came to realize when I had my last like biggest breakdown was I, like I said, I put on this skirt that I knew was too small for me when I fucking bought it. <sighs> And granted, when I bought it, I was probably smaller than I am now, um, probably like only like five pounds, give or take. But again, five foot nothing. It shows immediately. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I threw that skirt in the garbage because I realized that it was the problem, not me. Like I didn't. My leave. hoe dresses. Same thing. Yeah. That's from exactly my, it. I was my, just like I don't need to hold on to the notion that I might someday fit into this skirt and make my sad make myself sad or not getting not there. Not getting there.
0: or Not getting there quick enough. Yeah.
1: Instead I could just find another fucking skirt that
0: fits. Find another skirt that fits. Work towards it. When you get there go buy a new
1: skirt. Yeah. And that's just you an know? excuse to do more shopping, and then I'll
0: yes. That. Oh my god, I can't, I can't say enough. Just the idea of uh, uh, have that fucking shitty moment, cry if you want to, but like just accept it that this is the body you're in right now. Yeah, it was
1: just simply telling like, myself I was like, my body is not what needs to change today. It's your attitude. Yeah, it's your. My body is not the problem here today. Yeah, it's you're holding
0: yourself back from being happy because you're thinking about the skirt. Yeah, and
1: that's exactly it. And I threw that skirt right in the garbage, and I just said I I never have to worry about that again. (sighs)
0: Gosh, like maybe
1: I'll have another piece of clothing that'll put me through the ringer one day but I never have to worry about that skirt everyone ever again everyone
0: throw out the clothes in your life that are keeping you back cause all your clothes and friends liberating. that are keeping you
1: back get rid of them clothes us.
0: and friends oh my god do a clothing inventory do a friend inventory
1: do a dick inventory if you have to <laughs>
0: So true. Do it. Fuck fuck off Bianca. I want to be the title of the episode. <laughs> Can we make that like a going hashtag? I love that. Fuck like everyone say fuck off to the negative self-talk for real. Cause it's it's holding you back. Frankie, this was great. I think that's a good This was very good. That's a good note to end it on. This was I think. cleansing, I think. This was I really needed
1: it. I'm in, like I said, my
0: heaviest yeah. worst time right now.
1: See, smack but, dab in the middle that's the thing so I gained 20 lost it all I'm back up 10
0: you're right in the middle but like we're both working on it and like this is the thing like we're both girls that enjoy our lives we find happiness in other things
1: I really love and if cheeseburgers we, if we can do that you can
0: <laughs> yeah and like but also to like understand
1: like everyone goes through this yeah. so don't feel shame don't feel guilt and surround yourself with people that are willing to support you and not criticize and like gatekeep oh, yes. you out of mental health because you can't gatekeep mental health uh, this a whole other episode for a whole other yeah.
0: time we point can-
1: is like stop telling people they can't have body dysmorphia because they're skinny yep stop telling people that you can can't necessarily be healthy and bigger at the same time Uh uh-huh it's about exactly what works for literally your body your metabolism and think
0: of other people's situations before you give advice yes don't give cookie cutter advice don't give advice
1: if you weren't asked for it
0: oh that's like that's something that i did an audio diary about it but like i get that a lot on my instagram because of the way i am on social media i elicit so many comments and i i get it a part of me gets it, but I'm just like... I'm not just, I'm I'm okay solve with, my problems. I'm out here to bitch about them. I'm okay with <laughs> advice as long as it's well-thought-out advice that yeah. takes into account the nuances of my life. Yeah. Because if you're giving advice based on your life and your life is...
1: If you're just giving advice hundred, for the
0: sake of giving advice. Yeah, and I feel like so many people do that. Just so oh. you can feel like someone took your advice. Oh, it's such a problem such stopping an advice queen or whatever <laughs> whatever it is i don't know oh my gosh so true that this was awesome thank you yeah. so much for coming on thank
1: you for having me and
0: maybe we'll have you back for an astrology episode that would be fun <laughs> let's fucking rip apart my birth card i want it to happen but frankie do the honors Ring that down ding 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 Ooh, that All right.